0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Roll Better Podcast It has been a very long time and I'm sorry When you say Uh, another
1: episode it makes it sound like it's like a more regular thing than it is
0: (laughs) Yeah Uh, Our latest episode, our brand new Hot Off The Press episode Whatever I'm Barry Gingell, I'm here with
2: Daniel Adams,
1: Matt Doran, John <laughs> <laughs> We couldn't decide is at one all. Of the reasons
0: we haven't recorded for a while because, quite frankly, doing it online.
1: We both waited.
3: On
0: we both waited,
1: and then we it's both a, <laughs> did it exactly the same time. It's a clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. Matt Doran. There you go. I said it. It's um, harder.
0: Um, it is harder, but that's one of the reasons we haven't done it, quite frankly. Is is that but we are here, we hope we will entertain you for a little bit, uh, and we'll see how it goes. We will start with our traditional uh hobby progress,
2: Daniel. Uh, when was the last time we did this? Um, October was the last time oh, we recorded. Jesus. Uh, I think I've done some paging since then, I'm not sure what it was i haven't done a painting in a while but uh so, done... spoiler alert
0: someone's asked a question about your hobby so should we leave oh, okay. your hobby for the question i've unplugged my mic um, I,
2: mean, I, I mean headset on mic. sorry oh, oh yeah <laughs> spoiler alert
0: someone had asked a question about what hobby you've done so we could leave your hobby to questions can do think about it oh
2: yeah Exciting uh, got cool. some Ikea furniture this weekend. Ah oh, yeah. That's hobby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's building John, something. what have you been up to that isn't Azeroth related?
2: Um I paint the, the flat's basically
1: been repainted. I made a hobby um cupboard that looks fantastic. But I haven't used anything in it. <laughs> um other than that it's just random Kickstarters keep showing up that I keep fucking forgetting that I've paid for. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. So I said to myself I wouldn't buy any new stuff, and I keep getting... I've had a Savage Orc Army turn up. I've had another board game turn up. I've just... just... I I think I saw Hogs of War delivered, right? No, it's out. I'm getting mine soon. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to turn up. Yeah, there's just... Otherwise, I haven't really done much. I have looked, again, selling stuff, but at the moment, just with COVID, I have looked at the post office queues and I'm not willing to do it. Yeah. Fair play. Is the short answer fair.
0: Matthew, have you hobbied? Because you've gone down the computer rabbit hole as well, haven't
1: you? Well, the thing is, and I talked about this, is hobby for me, like, I really enjoy painting, but it's motivated by getting to play games and thinking, oh, I'm going to paint these new dudes because then I can use them in that game I've got next weekend. Or, you know, oh, I played them, I played a game of with these and they were unpainted. Now I really want to get them painted up so they look cool next time I use them. So... For me, my hobby mojo has died a, a, a violent and well actually no not a violent death, kinda of like a mournful and quiet death and it's just gone. Uh I haven't hobbied, I think, probably since our last recording. Had I done the Bushido stuff um last time so I'd done I'd made some terrain, um the two um Your cherry blossom fantastic. trees. I made two really good looking cherry blossom trees. They were I was really pleased with them. Um, you should. Yeah, they really good. And like some carts with like pro- produce sacks and barrels and stuff around them. They looked really good. I did, did a. Um, when I, I
2: played I you remember. before we went into lockdown three, super lockdown. Mm-hmm. You hadn't fully painted your uh, Minamoto.
1: I still haven't. I mean, I haven't
2: done much more on the Minamoto. You're not okay. No, fine. no,
1: no, no, no. Because no, it's I no. spent quite a long time painting each one. Uh, but like since then, like october november i haven't hobbied i've gotten pretty good at league no well no i've gotten less bad at league
0: uh, you didn't post those on the page matthew but i think you might have tweeted them
1: i might have. i might have tweeted them i think I t- i'm pretty sure i tweeted them
0: you went for a phase of tweeting like a lunatic
1: that's when i was actually hobbying back before um the end of the year Hmm. when my mojo went. I played um, I played a game of TTS Bushido with the mate of ours Lofty, who is not a tabletop gamer, but was interested in Bushido as a concept. And we played a game of um, the Temple of Rokan starter against the Cult of Yure starter. And that was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a good time. The uh, cool. TTS was good for that. Cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. Um, I've painted some stuff. So i painted a bit more French. And I think I might have actually painted pretty much everything that I got in Lockdown Alpha. Well, that I said I would paint for Lockdown Alpha, even though we're now in Lockdown Gamma. Um, (laughs) But I haven't... It's not all fully put together, like the tanks. I painted some in separates and stuff. So I put them all together and post up. I started on my Marvel, so I painted Sabretooth and Wolverine. And I really like painting those models, like the big scale a chunk of them and the fact they're comic books. So generally, there's like less colors. It's just quite bold and fun. I really like that. Yeah. So I want to paint more of them.
1: They're weirdly um, like simpler miniatures, aren't they?
0: Yeah, they're really nice. And I've, so for um, listeners who've been with us a while, will remember my 15 or 20 kilograms of stone I bought or whatever the fuck. Um, they're going to good use. I used one for Sabertooth and one for Wolverine, and I will be using some for some Infinity bases as well. Um, and now I'm on to doing the infinity and I'm trying the bluey pink glow thing, which, which I think is gonna be good when they're all done on the table. But we'll I think
2: that is on the page, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they look good.
0: Yeah, I posted that one. Um, so we've done a little bit of hobby, you done a fair a bit. bit um, cool. Well, let's move on. And let's talk about something we thought we might not talk about a while ago, but things have changed, so we're going to talk about it. It's the Gilball Community Project. And it's not like we had anything against the Guild Community Project. Far from it. I don't think Daniel might be saying that he's uh, involved in it.
2: Yeah, I think uh, it's literally stated on Longshanks that I am.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, the we just thought we weren't necessarily going to talk about Guild But the fact is, we like that game. Um, and I'm sure we'll play it in the future. So we're going to talk about it. Uh, Dan, can you maybe highlight to us a few of the things that came out of the? Uh,
3: About
0: to say, the... I am
2: not necessarily like I can't remember all of it, but I can remember no, some of, of the like important stuff. Um, like as far as I'm aware, everything's going ahead pretty well. Uh, they are organising, I believe, Worlds qualifiers to start, and I believe they start tomorrow. Yeah, which doing, I didn't know
0: anything about. Had I known, I still wouldn't have done anything about yeah.
2: it. <laughs> they're doing Worlds qualifiers by time zone, I believe. Um, and I think there's oh, there's more information on the Longshanks page, but they're doing them all via Vaseline tabletop simulator, which they appreciate isn't going to be great with timings and whatnot, but it's still something, and they're getting them done, so it feels like there is a world. Yeah. And once Worlds is done, I believe, then we're releasing the first Little Errata, I believe. Uh, and we also saw some initial concept art for the, uh, not concept art, fully art, actually, for the yeah. Lab Lighters. Uh, which I believe they said, I've got the slideshow here, are Q3 2021.
0: So I'm looking at it now. have got the lady with the hook and the owl. Yep. And, look, something. Girl with the a lamp, and incredible abs. You could grind (laughs) meat on those. But so, first things first. I really like this art style. It's different from Doug's, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's really good, and it's got its own style. It's kind of for me, it's like almost like a Disneyness to it.
2: The the owl Owl gives me very big Disney vibes. Yeah, like Winnie the Pooh vibes, but
1: it also gives me um Pratchett vibes. Yeah, I don't know if, it, if that's just me though. Maybe it's. I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not a massively familiar with practice workers as, as some people not. are. So maybe that's just me.
0: But all. I mean, ultimately, the the takeaway is well done. Whoever drew it, I actually don't know. I should really go and look on the on the Discord
2: and work it all out. But you know, it says there bad. at the bottom of the slide, art by uh, Kybol. K Y B O L.
0: Okay. Oh yeah. I don't know who that is, but you're good. Well I'm done. assuming
2: that's either a Twitter or an Instagram handle, I'd mm, imagine. Yeah, I um, agree. So go and check out at Kybol's work. K-Y-B-O-L. There you go. So that's
0: cool, and I want to
3: see more.
2: There is also, um, on the last slide, there is a little teaser of something that I have no idea what it is. Mm, it just looked it's like looked a very dark Pokemon to me. Uh, it it, reminded me of, like, um, oh, It reminded me of, like, the uh, Engineer Marionettes.
3: Hmm. I
0: have
2: no well, idea. What uh, that don't check out if you if you haven't. But uh, they've they also there was a uh Lamplighter's fluff piece read by the beard. Um which was done by the creative team, and I believe there has been the um remember in like books one to the rule books of one to three they did like the um character blobs?
3: Hmm. Yep. Yeah.
2: I believe the first one of the shepherds character blurbs went out last yeah. week. Oh, yeah, no, they they are all, loads of them are up now. Yeah, are I, think I think almost, almost all, all of them. Yeah. yeah. So, like, all the teams are firing on like as many cylinders as they can, from what I'm understanding. Hmm. Hmm.
0: I saw on the Discord actually that someone who said that they couldn't say anything, because NDAs, elves, but that their talks with Steamforged had gone well. So presumably, that means I don't know what it means, obviously, but it that sounds better than it going awfully. Yeah. (laughs) So I look. Well, it's a watch this space, really, isn't it? And we'll see. Not that we functionally need them, I guess. But
1: yeah, we don't need them. We make our own gill ball.
0: I think
2: it's just for. I think it's for ease of everything. Like if they know they don't need to worry about it, then that just rather than having to tiptoe around bits, I guess. Absolutely, Mm.
0: but my feeling was the overriding vibe of the that the Twitch stream was that very much this is early doors, nothing's happening. Don't worry, Gilbert isn't exploding. They're not changing every character. It's not we will enforce our will, respect our authority. It's very much a light touch. Mm. Yes. Which is fine. I mean, it's not It's not like you know, the game was really that bad or anything.
2: No, I know? think, arguably, the season like, I think the best balance skillball has been was just before the third wave captains were released. I think that the third was... Third wave
0: sort of, captains were a shit show. We've talked about that. But before
2: that, I honestly think it was in like Probably one of the better places it has been. I mean, let's be careful calling it a shit show. My girl
1: Steeljaw was in there and she's incredible and I love her, so just like, let's just pump the brakes there, Barry, huh?
2: She's she's too good, man.
1: No, she's not! She can have an auto-hit push with a snare and one damage. It's fine! And Again. also weak point. Or bleed. It's fine! This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, exactly. Coward. When I say nice things...
0: You mean broken things?
1: I mean, I can't comment. I played the one one team at that point that was probably the arguably teetering on season three captain-esque area. What's that? Brewers.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You played a bit decimated. <laughs> um, but I have found myself looking forward to a game of Guild Ball. I have to say because just before all of this kicked off i had started painting my butchers and i was going to play some butchers and uh i think i will be playing them when this is over when we finally play some um, i can't say i was interested in playing anything super competitively like the worlds or anything hey i can i could barely play then i haven't played for a year how am i going to play now um so i was not going to do anything like that and I just want to play with my pals. I just I'm not really up for like
2: if there's like a mid Ken tournament when when all of this is over, I'm so down for going and just Yeah,
0: I yeah. I mean it's not like we can't run one either. No.
1: Fair. He's not wrong.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see what changes the club has had.
1: Yeah, who knows what it's like at the moment. The roof's fixed. The the roof there is... might
0: have been some changes.
1: Well, but the roof is fixed. We'll yes. get back. We'll get back there. The only thing that'll be there
0: is
3: the fucking roof. It's yes. <laughs> a gazebo now. <laughs> the rest of blown away.
0: So you know, we'll we'll see. But um, I don't know. I, I was going to ask you, chaps. Like I'm, re- I want to play some Guildball.
2: I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, I, mean... I want to play some Gilbert Also, slight plug. I was on an episode of Singled Out. I think talking about Masons. Um, I think that's come out now, but. I'm interested in Gilball, Gilball's still great, I'm happy to play.
0: But they've put it behind their Patreon paywall.
1: That's because
2: Dan's
0: Whereas
1: valuable we, content. You need to pay yeah, to access can, his way free. Well,
2: the the inside scoop, Masons are great, honor's cool. Harmony's underrated.
1: Let's go. go. <laughs> and and uh, Mallet should have five seven move. Yep.
2: <laughs> slow boy.
1: <laughs> Why is he so slow? But Spigot's literally quicker and can make himself even quicker. They're like contemporaries, aren't they? Aren't they like the same age, roughly? Something like that? Yeah,
3: roughly.
1: Okay, so we talked about Gilball. We've fulfilled our obligation as a quote-unquote Gilball podcast by talking about Gilball.
3: Yeah.
1: Well done, us. Is that the end then? Are we done? Okay, thanks everyone for listening so, and please wanna... do roll better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. So I thought we could... So I wanted to quickly mention, moving away from Gilball... Just a quick nod to that rugby game I was talking about before called Takude.
1: Is that how um, it's pronounced? Did you find out?
0: I have got a clue. <laughs> I don't know. All I would say is what's been really nice is I'm on the Discord for it. And they've set up, um, I think it's, if I press a button, I can actually have a look. There's the an English um, rules feedback, a French rules feedback a Spanish rules feedback.
1: Ah, So you can kind of go, this might make sense in language X, but it does not make sense in language Y or whatever. Yes, exactly. And it's something
0: really active and really nice and really polite and just, Hey, I was playing this and I really think that this would be better if this, and they've gone, that sounds great. We'll take that on board. And that's because You are doing free design
1: work for them. Of course they're fine with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, But which is, which is fine. And is good, but they, Use some of the Kickstarter money for proper translators, because there was a few um, sort of slang and colloquialisms that just don't translate, and that's, that's cool. caused a bit of a problem. But it's it's really helped. Like I've just printed out the Betaable book. And I know there's another one coming out soon with all of these changes. But everyone's just been so sort of generous and really excited to join in, and because the creators have been so communicative, it has made people. That's like, like It's like a little
1: community project version of it. It's like everyone. Well, yeah, like an open the beta. Is, well,
0: the problem with it, just on sort a, of, not, that, I'm not trying to be negative, but like this reminds me of like how probably early Gilmore was, you know, and like look what happens over well, we years. Well, we just have to, to see um,
1: how competitive Takara gets.
0: Yeah, um, I must say I'm still really looking forward to it, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I can't post that, but just yet. But I, I've, um, oh, I, man. I did do the. Put yourself in the game pledge.
1: Yeah, you did. Because you said so, if it ever came up again, you'd do it. Yeah, so there's
0: there's a dude in there that um, is like a heavily armoured dude, but has a face and a beard that looks a little bit like me.
1: <laughs> with glasses. I love, it. I love it. Can't wait to see you so, in the game, Baz. Are you looking so forward to being we- able to play with yourself? Does he take his glasses off to play rugby?
0: Well, I actually drew very specific cyber armored glasses and put them on the page. I said they
1: look more like the guy from um, Ghost in the Shell. What's his name? The the white haired yeah. guy with the cyber eyes.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that that's the con. But I, I would I'm just sort of going to plug away at it. And when we're when we're back and allowed to actually see each other, I am going to sort of try pushing that a little bit and try and promoting it and just seeing how it goes. It just, it looks quite an interesting game. Um. It looks very tactical. It looks very, you know, you gotta have a lot of forethought. There's a lot of planning. It isn't about how many how many times can I beat you because you don't actually beat each other up in the game. It's like you move, then I react to that move, then you plan around the move that I made, and then it's face-to-face rolls like infinity to see if you tackle or yeah, jump or run or whatever. And I quite like that. It's all about placement and stuff. It's, it isn't about wailing on someone in the corner. So hopefully. And it's very much set up as like right, I come for you, you stall my attack, you come at me, and I just think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. It sounds a bit a more nice...
1: like it sounds a little bit more like American football in the in the way it's run, although it is obviously a rugby game. But I mean the whole sort of yeah. you know, pl- plan a, plan an attack as it were. It gets stalled and then
0: yeah, there's a, there's a I'm, chance it's
1: turned over. I'm hopeful for positive play experiences, you know. Ah, uh, imagine those. Um, can I <laughs> shout out another sports ball game? Oh yeah. Um, it was posted up on uh, Gubs, and I was interested in it just because it's quite a novel idea. Um, Oathsworn Miniatures, the guys who do um, Burrows and Badgers, the skirmish game with anthrop- anthropomorphized animals. Oh, yeah. They've um, they're they're in beta testing at the moment, and they they're having a playtesting group, which is like so you can just come over and like say I would like to play test this, please. It's there. It's called Furball. And it is um, it's hurling, but in their um, in their Burrows and Badgers universe. So you've got anthropomorphised animals. It's a rabbit versus a fox in the art um, playing hurling, and it just it's quite quite a fun different thing. So I might I might have a look into that and give it a go.
0: Yeah, I must say I'm looking I'm interested in that.
1: I really want um, what was it GBH golf? G- Grievous body harm yeah. golf. Do you remember we saw that, that salute years ago. <laughs> As soon as you said
0: it, that was that. As soon as you said what you were saying, is actually in my head. Yeah, salute. That was because obviously we didn't have salute last year, so that was salute twenty nineteen. Mm. It's on a side note for salute. It's looking. I think they said in November they're planning it for right.
1: Something like that, maybe Q four.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it was November, and a few people I remember going, "What does that mean?" Excel is open because currently, obviously, where we have salute is currently one of the Nightingale hospitals, but they've been they've been assured that everything will be out who right then who knows at this point we sure. have it. so i'm re- i just i'm so excited you know how much i love that day
1: yeah just there's um there's also we should think about potentially going to the uh, uk games expo this year because that's theoretically going forward in 21 which could be really cool just play some board games have fun hang out isn't meant to be happening in November? That's what we just I mean, said, we, Josh. We just had that conversation. Oh, Are you paying attention out. to the play, to the podcast that you're a part of? I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's why well, I know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I was at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we heard Games Expo. I was like, but "Did you mention Saloon? Yeah. Did you, did you call said- it Salute?
0: Yeah. Yes. And we said how it's in November. And the most annoying called, thing is, I'm yeah, not even
1: doing anything else.
0: <laughs> I also, if i
1: was if i was actually doing something else i'd be i don't understand but i'm more like, just oh, doing it myself cause, it's because i was Although also stuff away. has away
2: confirmed to be technically going ahead i believe spiel's also said that they're trying to go ahead in october
1: everyone's trying
2: everyone wants to
1: yeah, yeah but spiel's the one that will be a difficult travel wise it? Yeah.
2: yeah but i do want to go one year
1: yeah i'd be yeah but well, the plan was to go this year wasn't it yeah it depends when things are for me, though, because if they're during holidays, I can just go and I don't have to worry about. It, but otherwise, I've I, it's a bit tricky for me.
3: Yeah,
1: well, I think I think this think one course is course more you. based on whether or not you're allowed to go and isolate. And yes, cetera, in this case, it is about that.
3: Well,
0: let's hope. I really, you know, I really want to go to events like this, and yeah. I love. I miss. I, I do miss to- events, and I'm I, I'm specifically talking about like your your salutes. Like mm. you just meet. People that you would never meet, and then you get to talk to them about their games, and it's just you know everyone's got so much passion for the things they're doing. I don't want to, you know. Yes, I like throw money at like the big stalls, but it is the yeah. little guy that's like made like five models, and he's like, I'm really proud of this or whatever, you know. It's I'm selling my rule book because I've made it myself and it's brilliant. It's like, yeah, do you know what? It's well played. I love all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I do. I do like going to an event like that. I mean, I, I was partially talking about like tournaments and stuff as well, just because they are fun. But yeah, the, the, the big expos are so much fun. Mm. Um, well, that's, you
0: know, we'll see. Hopefully, well, fingers crossed.
1: We are, after all, a, a, a Games Workshop podcast. we want to talk about sure. some Games Workshop stuff? Yeah, we can talk a bit about
0: Games Workshop stuff. There's a lot to talk about with Games Workshop
1: stuff. There is. There's quite a bit. Um, can we talk about the thing that I didn't know about, which is the Ventress thing?
0: Uh, sure. That's
1: Uriel Ventress, not Asajj Ventress for any uh, Clone Wars fans out there.
0: Yeah, so with the Black Library or Anniversary thing, whatever they did the other week, there was the
1: Uriel Ventress model, the Ultramarine Hero. Which was fine, except he had a dumb face. It was so dumb. Like, he had a really dumb face. I, I just face. don't get it. How can you
0: make... How can you be like... One of the well, the biggest tabletop war games companies. Who
1: have been knocking out of the park with so many of their recent models.
0: Yeah. And then release a model with that face. Yeah.
1: A face not even a mother could love.
0: Not even a Primark could not love. Not even
1: a Primark could love that face. You're right. Yeah,
0: I think that was the phrase. But, um... But what was interesting was...
2: I mean, if the Horace Heresy taught us anything, it's that family inclusion is probably for the better of the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: But what they... What they did is quite funny they changed it now that they've made it better now while I still don't think it's necessarily you know double a plus it's still pretty good and it makes it begs the question if that was always gonna be the face, why reveal a picture of the dumb one
1: Is it Sonic the movie all over again
3: <laughs> it is, <Sonic>
0: the movie.
1: <laughs> is he yeah. is he Sonic with two eyes and teeth or like <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was I can't remember exactly all the things but it was... But maybe it's just that I mean his the face is literally better. It still doesn't really look like the, the Ventress from the cover art that we always see. So yeah.
2: it's closer. I mean, guess? If it's all digital modelling, maybe they just like swiped like three releases down the line and you're gonna get a primaris of uh, like Mantris's face and Yes. Like some Primaris Commanders just lost his face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I would love to know like what happens in that office with something going, look, I'm gonna put this out. That sounds great. Do it, and then they release it, and everyone goes. That is the dumbest thing we've seen since your Homer Simpson Blood Raven. And <laughs> they they changed it. They did. See this? Is it did they listen and change it, or was that first image a mistake? That's I suspect what
1: they listened and changed it.
0: But can that like? Did they have time? I mean, the models have been ordered, and people have got them in hand. So, or well, some people have them in hand. Therefore,
1: well, maybe I don't know.
0: Had to have been made. So was that image just a mistake?
1: But how can it have been? Because it was was an image of the model.
0: No, I don't know. No, but it could have been one that they did ages ago. And then someone internally went, do you know what? Hold your horses, Face is
1: dumb. Fix it.
0: This is dumb. We need to redo it. And then it was redone. And then when it came to the online preview, someone put up the wrong image.
1: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, it's funny that his face used to be so dumb and now it's less dumb. Yeah. Someone uploading the wrong file or sending the wrong unfinished file. Where have we had that one before? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no no clue, John. No clue. Who would do such uh, a thing? Also, I mean, I haven't looked into this because it's not really my jam, but um, the Slanish stuff that's come out, in terms of kits, I think they look great. It's I nearly, not my I nearly um, bought
1: into AOS. I really, really fucking like the Myrmidons. And right. the fact that they've got uh, what they called slangors? They've got slanesh gors. Like I think the new the new slanesh stuff looks fucking incredible. Paired with the keeper of secrets, they redid what a couple of years ago. Yeah. And that Rita Repulsa looking chick. What's she called? I can't remember. But there's there's a new mage type character for them who looks who everyone's been saying looks like Rita Repulsa, and she does, and it's a brilliant model. I actually the, really like the
2: direction they're going with it.
1: The keeper of secrets was fantastic. Yeah, I that new keeper of secrets is incredible. Absolutely phenomenal.
2: Is that flesh suspenders? That is uh, flesh suspenders, yeah. Is the
1: when they released it, I said I said, is that a Mears model? It just had really that running. it had that kind of vibe, it had the kind of in my mind it had that sort of, sort of like setting, if that makes sense. Yeah, the new the new Shlanesh stuff is absolutely brilliant. From
3: the
0: same Very studio weird. that brought you your real ventresses here.
1: <laughs> we bring you is that Mears? <laughs> yeah. It's weird.
0: So I mean, that is good stuff. Like I say, I'm not getting it. It's not my cup of tea. But I can appreciate good design, good model making, well played.
1: Yeah, they are just gorgeous models. Um, the other part did
0: you... Matthew, did you want to talk about the Middle Earth releases? Because I don't really understand them.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, there's only one. It's, it's just a little thing. But it's really cool because the Easterlings are getting a new unit. The Easterlings are getting, like, Shredder Ninjas. Um... They're the... What are they called? They're initiated into the Dragon Cult... What are they called? Fucking... Really Dragon, Dragon Cult Acolytes. That's it. So they're, um, they've are they got knives and th- throwing weapons. They, they are literally covered in throwing knives. Um, very spiky armor. They look a bit like Shredder. Look a bit like Ninjas. There's three of them. And they're just a, a cool, decent looking unit. They're really nice, and it's nice that the Easterlings are getting a new unit.
3: Cool. Because
0: that's one of the games I would actually like to play.
1: A bit uh, of Hobbit. I'm excited to play some more Hobbit. I've, uh, I've got, I need to I, work on my Rohan some more.
2: I like the system. I just will refuse to play anything over 500 points.
1: Yeah, which I think is absolutely really? fair. And there's not many events which go too much higher than that, I guess, anymore.
2: Well, like the 500-point doubles, that was pretty perfect for me. Yeah. I I it up. Yeah. Why? Why is it? Because I remember I know it nothing is, about this game. Like, you've got to like all units are individual, so yeah. you just have so many more units, and the physical maneuvering of like just carrying out the game takes longer. It just right. gets too busy. It's like you're not making more impactful decisions; you're just taking longer to do everything.
1: Okay. <laughs> Although saying that, I don't know. Five hundred is the cutoff. I would say fine.
2: But, yeah, I, I understand
1: what you're saying, that there has to be a limit because otherwise it just feels fucking clunky. 500 seems to be quite a common pitch for most events anyway, and I think that that works well. I really but, like the idea of doing like some 200-point
2: um, events where you have to just bring a yeah. tiny little force. Like, I think I'd go to 750, but I'd definitely make sure I was playing something elite. Yeah, yeah. or I'd like, like, bring a couple of monsters.
1: Yeah. Which I think quite a lot of people do.
3: Hmm.
0: Um... So, sticking with G-Dubs, I would like to mention this because I'm really genuinely excited is about it... the no, it's the little thing first, then we'll do the big thing.
1: Okay, because the big thing we we talked a lot about while while the yeah, we, and stuff we, are going on. We, 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 were, we were both creaming our drawers over it, I think.
0: <laughs> the little thing is for Warhammer Underworlds. Now, we've been... <clears throat> I remember at the time we laughed about what Underworlds purely because G-Dubs came out and said... <laughs> the most competitive miniature game. Yeah, it was like if you're gonna come out like that, you gotta be able to back it up, and they couldn't. Um, and I haven't really been that interested in it at all. But then a little while ago, um, in January, I think it was, wasn't it? They revealed the um, Crimson Court box set for Underworlds, which is like a vampire lord, a cool-looking uh, lady vampire with a couple of swords, a dude with some wings, and then a big hench vampire with like a mace. Um, and they look great. Really good models.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find them now. I can't find them.
0: Um, the biggest problem I, I had was like, ro- ro- does this mean, A, I'm buying uh, Underworld models? Yes. And B, does that mean they're going to release an army of these bad boys? Because I don't want to be an AOS player. But I might have to be an AOS player.
1: I th- I don't know. Like, In conjunction with the stuff we just talked about maybe there'll be some more releases possibly it it could be cool but yeah they are i think every single one of them is just an out of the park amazing model
3: Mm. there's not a bad model among them
1: and they're all really really individual um but there are there is like some continuity in in themes and design throughout all four of them which just it just it's just a freaking incredible box
0: it really is it really a is. great looking box set it's crimson Court. if you haven't seen it go yeah check it
1: out. i looked at it as well and then for someone that hasn't looked at models in a long long
2: time it was can i hit two gw things oh yeah do it uh one over like the period of lockdown they've been putting out the 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 house books and ekram which are all fantastic
1: yeah, like, nice with, yeah you,
2: you might have missed them because they don't, like, get a huge shout about it, but all of them, like, do so much for the game. They make the houses like their proper army and whatnot, and uh, So much background,
0: isn't it? Yeah, like, you, super you exciting. Context.
2: And it also gives, like, each of the gangs their own unique thing. Like, you got Goliath with their gene modding, you got Eshers with their, like, um, their custom poisons, and Bansar get their super tech, and I think Orlok have really big names. Um... <laughs> and the other so, thing that I really liked that I saw, not anything super relevant to me, but I, there's the, um, the High Elf releases or whatever they're called now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, the,
2: Luminesh. The Fox character on the Whirlwind is gorgeous. Really is, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I think they're quite Marmite, that release. Because like when oh, we post no. it up on the Spartans page, you get so many people going, oh my gosh, that's incredible. And then just as many people go, That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen.
2: Oh, Uh, no, I love them.
0: No, exactly. I think, and I think they're ridiculous, which is it. It's really, really polarizing. But I must say, I'm really enjoying the fact that they're trying something, they're pushing it and going a bit bonkers.
2: I I think if, um, like, because I know some people at the club are like talking about like picking up fantasy again and just like putting some models on square bases. I could see myself putting some of those on square bases. Wow. Interesting.
0: Like cool. so, so mixing these two this points is the guy I
1: guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's also like the 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 cow the the cow lion? The cow yeah. lion like the it's so dumb the cow lion it's so mount. Dumb. It looks fucking awesome. Where's it gone? Oh, I can't find any of my things, John. What did you think of the new Savage Orc Warband for for Underworlds? The most competitive, <laughs> miniatures game ever made. <laughs> Dangerous because I've got so many, so many other. I've just, I basically sold all of the Orcs and goblins I had, right? Yeah. So all of that's gone, apart from the characters I wanted to keep and all the cool shit. Like the by that I mean anything that was like metal named character wise, blah blah blah. So I've kind of already got all the character models for Orcs I want. If that makes sense. Oh, I thought you'd have quite liked them, at least. Just because they're a little, a little format, self-contained box. And Yeah, they're no, pretty... no. They, they are. They are fantastic. What I mean is, I've already got lots of orcs with character, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair play. But uh, I do know what you mean. I mean, I, I, I think... Since the start of all of those Underworld boxes, every time that one's come out, they've always been great. They have, yeah. Just the theme and tying them all together. It's like they've actually designed the four to go together rather than four cool models in a box. Someone's going to have to explain why they don't have toenails, though. Who? The Savage Auric Warband. Look at um, I, I Look at Orkfi. Every single, don't kink shame me. Every that's single a, that's one only fans of I will not subscribe to is doesn't have toenails. <laughs> they just have like green toes, and it's all green. They don't. They don't have toenails. It's like someone forgot to include the toenail file on the uh, the final version of them. It's really fucking weird.
0: From the studio that brought you, to I'm gonna I'm home, gonna post to it up.
1: Look, have a look. Yeah, like yeah yeah no, here you go subscribe for more guys i saw Look
0: people at... moaning about it online but i couldn't generate any interest
1: it's weird i don't know if they've just been painted green but it looks like they just don't have them they're like green oh, toes God. it's really weird isn't it
2: i can see where i think the artist has like left a space in a, the toenails like put a slightly darker green spot
1: but like they all have like a weird divot at the end of their feet where it looks like a toenail should fit, but
2: there isn't a Divet. toenail there. I mean, have we had savage orcs with no shoes on before? I imagine they I don't, don't, I don't often
1: wear shoes. I don't think they've ever had shoes, have
2: they? And, but
1: have they had toes? Savage. Everyone knows savages don't wear shoes. That's that's the rule. Um, aren't they meant on the on his right foot? I'm assuming we're looking at the archer, right? Yeah. Doesn't it look like he's got like what would be like cat, a cat nail? If that makes sense? It looks like there's like a little.
2: Give me a sec, I'm gonna deep dive. No, I don't I don't know. No, I don't agree. They're so what? Destruction, Orc War Clan.
1: And then I just scrolled all the way down. I mean, the, the one with the club above his head definitely has no toenails. None so, of them do. None of them have toenails. It's really weird. It's really weird. Yeah, all the
2: others have like claws i guess yeah like
1: cat
2: like yeah yeah
1: oh i don't agree that they do
2: no i'm looking at the current savage orc releases on the main site so oh
1: okay okay sorry
2: normally they have like
1: like talons yeah which makes it all sorry, the way there's some, there's some prime audio content yeah prime though. audio content savage orcs don't have um don't have toenails anyway moving on um, So.
0: What I wanted to do is I wanted to mention one of Dan's points mixed in with the pushing the envelope thing. Oh yeah, Carol was so I second Dan's point about the Necromunda books. Um, I'm currently looking through the um, Van Sar one, and I have thoroughly enjoyed the extra flesh they've put on the bones of each of the gangs or the houses as they are now, and. The sort of backstory for the Vansar, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is brilliant. I love it, and it's more than just, oh, there's some dudes that are good at tech that have the secret STC. There's much, there's more to the story of them. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say it now because I want people to go and buy the book and read it, but it's cool. Yeah. But what I would say, there's one sure. thing in there
2: that bugs me: the grab boards are stupid. Correct. <laughs> it is that the grab boards are
1: stupid, though,
0: aren't so they? So correct. So there, so. I think I said this to you guys when we were talking the other day, but I want to say to the listeners, at the Horus Heresy event in 2019, the last one, um, I spoke to Mark Bedford, and we were talking about Necromunda, and it was as they were like, oh, we might do this, we might do that, we might go out onto the planet, things are going to get other models and this and that, and I was like, oh, my God, please, please, can we have Vansar jet bikes? And he looked at me with a look. That just said, you absolute buffoon, you absolute fuckwit, How dare you come at me with Vansar jetbikes? Yeah, we're
1: not gonna have jet bikes, we're gonna have hoverboards. <laughs> and
0: I was like, Oh, okay, guys, if I'm gonna do something for that Vansar, it's gonna be a lot cooler than jet bikes. And I was like, Okay, great. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to see what you've done. And it's like, Hello, nineteen
2: ninety-four called and he it wants its shit back. That's the packs <laughs> for Orlok are so much cooler. Yeah. Um,
0: like, that's not pushing any boundaries. That's not being clever. That's not being interesting. It's just dumb. It's like, it didn't, you know, we've got the Dark Elder with their boards and it was like, yeah, okay, we'll let you get away with it then. But come on, that's so dumb. I just think how cool it could have been. And we've got, you know, 1990s
1: skateboarding. In the early 2000s, so I saw early I'm sorry. Cool. A Cat Sham Riders army where the guy had converted his Rough Riders to be Cat Chans on floating surfboards and they looked infinitely cooler than the pile of shit that the Van got.
0: It's such a shame because I, I think the other models, like the, the Archaeotects in that book, look fantastic. Yeah. And I think, you know, the Net Commander models have all like 99.9% of them have been fantastic. And it's not like they're badly bad models. It's, no, they are. The no, they are bad models. It's so old. It's so, it's so dumb such a shame i don't know i think if it had been
1: executed well we wouldn't be having this conversation we wouldn't be if they would looked really cool we wouldn't be going oh hoverboards
2: are kind of our day we'd just be going oh they look so cool turn them sideways put wheels on them and they have segways done maybe maybe i'm just trying to think i think the
0: box might be yeah i've got the box behind but you bought them it was because i wanted the archaeotex
2: yeah the archaeotex are really nice in there oh okay
0: and like, so the dudes on the grav cutters look fantastic. So they could easily come off and be gangers.
2: I'm about to say, or could you find something to replace the grav cutter? Yeah. Like, do you think that you could work out what they're missing? Could you improve GW's no. work?
0: No, 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 right. Let me let me rephrase everything.
2: No, that wasn't sarcastic. That was just me genuinely no, saying. No, 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 Can they be saved?
0: I'm no, it's for me, it's the concept. I'm looking at this and like they've got like a scorpion little vibe which kind of fits in with like the spider-ness of the gang and all this sort of stuff. I get it, I think they're cool. It for me is absolutely the concept of hoverboards. Got it. Outside of Back to the Future, I'm done with hoverboards. We've done we've been there, we've done that. Let's push the envelope a bit. Let's stick a fucking cow on a lion and let's see what happens. Let, you know. I was gonna but say was... as
1: a fan to Back to the Future, I was like surprised you would be saying that but yeah i suppose when you've when you've got like lion hybrids rocking about there's other shit you can be doing well, like
0: it was also just like, lively, could, like when i said jet bikes the look he gave me on it i cannot tell you it was like a slow look up from the table like you fuck with
2: it it's like but you've given us space hoverboards it's like, so given, like uh like uh crisis suit style jet packs where it's like not like propulsion it's like grab jet packs
0: yeah Sp- spider walkers like the Arachna rig that we're hoping to get. You know, yes. I still honestly I know we've had jet bikes, but I still think bikes would have been good. But that's good. Yeah. Sure. I'd have settled for rollerblades. You know, because that was a, little, a little bit after skateboard. But what about what about
2: gravel
1: rollerblades? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you've gone back to Argos with your Christmas present and been <laughs> like, "See this hoverboard? Fuck you! I want those rollerblades." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, so I just wanted to touch on that that while I echo damn <laughs> Centre on the books I think they're good. I actually I haven't brought myself to read the rules section because Necromunda has so far proved itself awful at proofreading and <laughs> yes, the same weapon listed three times in a book, each listing has a different uh stat
1: line. And it'll be different in the next one anyway. I couldn't yeah. take the game seriously after our first interaction, Barry.
0: Yeah, when they taught us to play their own game wrong.
1: Yeah. No, that it was, was... the. But, but it's outside of 24 inches. Oh, no, don't, yeah. Sh- shrug. Is it, though? Y- yes. It is further away than 24 is on this tape measure. Yeah. But is it,
0: though? But we, I mean, we've been down to yes my, my feelings on that level of sportsmanship sort of thing.
1: Sounds like you're getting too competitive. That kills games. Just be careful, guys.
0: There's a difference yeah I get you there's a difference between being competitive and right or wrong It either is or it isn't yeah. and the fact that they don't give a fuck about that is why that they're allowing to they, why they're producing books that aren't up to scratch quite frankly so I'm hoping this new one is, these new ones are better I haven't really looked at the rules section much for this reason I've just been looking at the fluff and thoroughly enjoying it as daniel says um should we, get into the, should we get into the
1: thick meat that we wanted to talk about?
0: What, G-dubs? Yeah. So, big new release for this year is going to be Cursed City or Warhammer
2: yeah. Quest. Does someone have a link to an article so I can look at this? Yes, like, here it comes. Uh, Chaklacken! Oh, wait, no, that's not the right
3: now. one.
0: It's got its own website. Check it out. So... Yeah, hang on. I'm I'm a bad nerd, and I bought the Warhammer Quest and the Warhammer Quest, whatever it was, Silver City, Silver Tower.
1: Look at the second one, Dan.
0: Um, And I haven't actually opened them yet.
1: (laughs) You are a terrible nerd.
0: Yeah, but this one, I'm hoping it's going to all be an absolute perfect storm. So this will get released just as lockdown's over, and it'll be like, hooray, we can play things together.
1: There's Um, a lot of seriously, seriously cool shit in this box.
2: The models look fantastic. This is Warhammer Quest like the Silver Tower was, right? Yeah. I believe
0: so,
1: yeah. But it's Warhammer Quest Cursed City.
0: It's Ulf and Um, Khan. The models look fantastic. Uh, Obviously, we don't know anything about the gameplay, but...
1: I imagine it will be very similar to the other Warhammer Quests.
2: Yeah, I just they'd want them to be like... um, Interchangeable, um,
1: meldable. easy to transition well,
2: between,
1: yeah. Yeah, I
0: think transition between. I don't know if they're going to be that's a really interesting question. Well, I they... just
2: think they want you to be able to go, hey, I want to play my um, Cursed City Witch Hunter Man in Silver Tower. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you,
0: you can't at the yeah. Minute. I don't
1: I think, think, I don't think that'll be the. Inter- it's- Interaction they want. I think they'll want you to be able to go. I've now finished Silver Tower. I feel I've finished it. Let me pick up their new game. Oh, you say this one's like it, but it's different. Like mm. I, that they're able to. You got to think about
2: normies here, Dan. Yeah, and I'm saying if they run on the same rule set because they're both called Warhammer Quest. Mm. So, but surely like, you, you physically still just play it. Yeah. In a you CW from-
1: world, I'm sure you could take your uh, guy and put him in the other game and it will make no difference. But
0: so I, as I, understand I, I don't, think, it, it'll be, I don't the, think it'll
1: be a focus. No,
0: but chat, it, they're talking about this, Curse City, very much like Blackstone Fortress, where I suspect... So you play through and it's very specific missions and like the RPG element, you're trying to do this particular task and this mission and then this guy gets revealed. And I suspect they're going to release add-ons in the way they did with Blackstone Fortress. Oh, possibly. So I think we're playing to their story. And I think that if you add in a Stormcast Eternal or whoever the fuck you add in from the others, that doesn't fit with the narrative they're trying to tell with Surely. this game, I think. Um, very willing to be wrong on this. Um, but either way, I'm, I'm interested and I'm in. The models There's call cool,
1: cool little map of the city on the website which shows all the different areas that you'll go to. The thing, the only thing that I found with Silver Tower was, I, I played it with, uh, I played it as a game that I set up for a friend who definitely isn't a board game player, but can pick up games quite quickly. I think you've got friends that they they wouldn't play a board game unless you put it in front of them. If that makes sense. But when you put it in front of them, they do pick up quite quickly. I played it with him, and we managed to get Silver Tower like cracked within one night of sitting down doing it and that wasn't influence of me I was playing the GM of the I was playing the board side of it and rolling the monsters gave him all the heroes and he worked out for himself so if this one is a little bit more challenging then yeah I'm looking forward to it because I had good fun playing a couple of nights of Silver Tower oh cool Can um, can I address the elephant in the room before we talk about the incredible miniatures of this game sure ...that the the main big bad boss is the least impressive or interesting model in the set for me. What is the main big bad boss? Uh, He is the uh, Cossack-looking guy with double wolf pelts on him. Oh, no, I really like that model. Do you? Okay. I think every other model in the set is better... At least, like, the sort of character models, at least, I should say. Like, he's he's be- better than, a, you know, a standard garden variety zombie, for example. Although, the zombies with the freaking tombstones through them are incredibly cool. What, is Radcar the wolf meant to be the big boss guy? Yeah, he is. I think he looks quite cool, to be fair. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think you don't necessarily name. want your big There's two ways you can go about big boss guy. You don't have big boss guy... Hey, look, here's like Ash, He's a giant flying... Oh, no, I don't mean that he has to be massive... No, but I mean, you can also be like a uh, a more restrained big bus guy where you are literally just like a man with the plan.
1: Yeah, or, or just like an absolute powerhouse. Like, but
2: Okay, not. but like the next he guy... He looks like walk... an
1: elector count that's been like turned. Okay, all right, it's just me then. I just ogre. don't find them... Fair. Yeah, he's a, he's an ogre apparently, a small ogre.
2: Um, oh, is he an ogre? Oh, yeah, I'm listening to him if he's an ogre.
1: He's an ogre, so he's fairly big. And there's two other ogres who have been turned. Uh, where are they? They are. If you go look through the, the, the uh, bad. So as
2: it sounds, I like him considerably less as a logo. <laughs> <laughs> if that was a person, I'd be into it.
1: I just thought he was the least interesting or impressive miniature. Like, I thought he oh, yeah. was cooler.
0: The giant werewolf vampire bat.
1: store Var- Oh, no, it's not called a vargy or a Vargulf in this. It's a.
0: I think Varg's in there somewhere. Yeah, it's. But that remember. looked
1: great. Right. I and also this... really like the artwork for the front cover, where it's yeah, heavy, I... heavy line work and a really. It's just blacks, whites, and reds. And I really like that way they've done the artwork it... on the front cover.
2: It reminds me sort of uh, Mike Maniola. Oh, yeah, agree. Agree. Of what? Mike Mignola, Mike Mignola. Oh, I, don't know how to okay. say I don't know who that is I'm going to look um, He's the artist that did Hellboy and Darkest Dungeon and oh, okay. I don't know I could see that Especially in like If you look at the video that they've got Like the first still of the video is So Darkest Dungeon
3: mm.
0: I would like to also mention the hero models And how one set would be perfect For this game And another set would be incredible Converted up for 40k yeah, the, um, the like the
2: empire man. guy with the pistol Perfect. looks like a rogue trader. Yes, well, he, he looks does.
0: exactly like the Blackstone Fortress guy, so I think it's deliberate. He... Oh, is
2: this is this the John yeah. thing that they're just using the same models over and over again? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <that's God's> <laughs> yeah. I love the wizard with the mask. I think he'd be an incredible,
1: fucking creepy,
0: incredible psychic. He You've got the the lady yeah. with the staff could be a cool sort of telepath. I psycho. think she's
1: the only one of the heroes I don't really like.
0: Yeah,
1: I think
0: his her baby. hat is too big. That ogre looks incredible. I love that. Yeah, model. absolutely he love it. such old school fantasy vibes about it. It's absolutely so love everything yeah. about
1: him. I think he's my favourite of the set, but just Which behind. One? I think the ogre is my favourite, just behind the, 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 the fancy man with the saber and the pistol. Like, right,
2: like the lady with the eagle shoulder.
0: Yeah, I do. Real nice. Nice the, model. With the enemies.
1: Are we Don't looking like, at the same things? Where's the ogre? ogre? Which one's the ogre? So Josh, look at the last link I posted.
2: Josh? Josh, what say? Fucking <laughs> the, the only thing I will say with the enemy figures, the ones that are not characters all look quite 2D. Well, okay. they are pictures. No, but I mean like, they're all very flat onto the... I know what you mean. Like, even the zombies that look like they're travelling left to right are facing forwards. I can see. I see what you mean.
0: I think this is going to be a classic. Let's wait and see. When we yeah,
1: I see your point.
0: Um, I would also make say we've just missed. We've sort of missed a couple of the heroes, which oh, I know.
1: We, we, we let's go back to them. Like, so we've got we've got Paladin Lady with like a nice yep. a nice broadsword and a huge eagle. Uh, yeah, I love that model eagle. Thing. I really want to paint that.
0: That's going to be fantastic to paint.
1: There's a little bit of Brietta Tarth in there.
0: Yeah, of course. Like, there's no way we couldn't mention Brit
1: like that with that, is there? Yeah.
0: Uh, been...
1: If we if we go right, so this is prime audio content. But if we look at the the um, the the witch hunter, what the a vampire model. hunter, the witch hunter, the whatever you want. I want any of these
0: guys as I can get my hands on, so I can convert them, so I can have one for Necromunda, one for forty k, one's an Inquisitor. I want one I just don't care, I want this model so many times. He
1: has got so many weapons on him and the size of that buckle on his chest. Whoa. If, you're into bu- if you're
2: into buckle porn, guys,
1: check if this I out. If you're into killball, you'll love it. Yeah. I don't
2: know if I've like been playing too much hunt, but like the fact that that's an underslung like stake launcher, I'm fucking digging. So for it. It's a <laughs> musket with an underslung stake launcher. And he's
1: got so he's got three stakes on either side, he's got a dagger on his front, he's got a hammer in his left hand a combo stake launcher musket in his right hand and on the back, a big two-handed sword. He is tooled up. He's ready to ruin your day. Yeah. (laughs) In whatever you turn up in. And then we've got the the harpoon gun dwarf with a nice little axe. I'm not super into the Caradon Overlord aesthetic, but... I like the little steam meter on his back, though. Yes. I
0: think what I would like to say is it's quite interesting that while that ogre and the witch hunter, all this is quite what we expect. The elf ladies, what we expect. This is the first.
2: Uh, saying, some of these models, like again, sound like John. I'm sure I've seen before. Sure.
1: Well, that witch hunter guy, like it's it's an improvement of their old one. Yeah. But yeah. I'll give them. I'll give them credit to that one. That, yeah. one, that one is redesigned, and it is just someone went. The, I mean, the old model, the old witch hunter model, is fantastic still. Yeah. So. If you want to improve on an already great model, you're going to give me shit like that. Fucking please, but don't just give me a repost. So <laughs> the,
2: the elf with a bow and the the necromancy looking guy, I'm sure I've seen those models before.
1: Uh, that elf with a bow is the pose is one of the old uh, pathfinders. I'm sure one of the old metal wood elf pathfinders, and effectively, that was the same guy jumping off of a stone. I'm sure it was.
0: It's, I mean, this it is a classic. But can Look, I can I make my point about the dwarf? Oh, yeah. Yeah? So, if, you were, if you were gonna say I'm doing a fantasy board game and I'm putting a dwarf in it this is the biggest departure because these yes. Cardron overlords are like GW's thing and this like kind of steampunk metally dwarf thing this is the first time where you go through and you don't go it's an archetype it's not like a, a troll slayer yeah. or you know a oh, yeah, or,
2: breaker.
0: It, yeah. yeah it's a very specific thing and I and I actually really like that it's
1: it, he also looks pretty fancy if you look at his clothes. He's quite—he's quite, he's he quite a rich boy, <laughs> Karen
2: von Dwarf.
0: And I think they said in the Twitch stream it's the first time we've seen one with a helmet off. Yes, he's got like the metal he's beard on the beard so haven't seen their face before. It's true. So I quite like that. But yeah, I think this really <laughs> is going to be. Oh no, sorry. We'll move on to the Elf Lady. Elf Lady looks amazing.
1: Really cool. Yeah, the Elf looks cool. I think. The the saber guy and the pistol we've already talked about, but he look he looks fucking he's got swag, yeah. so much swagger and the the k the sorry the coat on one shoulder yeah. sort of oh I love it love it I love everything about it and the the fur armor under the plates sorry the yeah. fur under the plates is just oh just absolutely brilliant. Mask boy looks creepy as balls. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about the the lady with the wide head. She just doesn't tick any boxes for me. I don't particularly like the look of her. The lady with the wide head. It's the, she's got yeah. a hat and she's got like a thing like a crest on the back of her cloak or something. It just makes her head look massive.
0: It's the yeah that purple thing on her head. If that wasn't there, I think I'd be down with this model
1: possibly. Just uh, uh, something about this model coming together doesn't work for me. But I think yeah, the ogre just looks freaking incredible. He also looks quite slim for an ogre like he looks he looks like he's been you know he's been he's been really hitting the gym he's been trying to jump down that? but i um, love i love everything about his his model now i would
0: like to mention this the sort of uh the young vampires that are sort of mutated beasts a bit yes. the guy hanging off the pillar they're, and they're like
1: is... partway through the curse the what's it called i can't remember what it's called The the, the curse that afflicts them um, well, they said
0: they were brand new and they hadn't quite learned to control their shit. Yeah. So, my, this is the bit that worries me. What if this is leading us into the idea of an army? Isn't? Aren't they flesh courts? They would be uh, fleshy
1: to courts, I guess.
0: Sure, but I have no interest in the flesh courts as is. But you start introducing a vampires like these and then I'm in trouble. And I can see me having to then play AOS, and that's a whole world of hurt. Yeah,
1: but on um, I don't think I don't think that'll be an issue because basically vampires in the game have always been the elite add-on to an undead army. So if you were to get a vampire, I can't see a vampire army being a thing. You won't. Well, you'd have to pay a shitload of these ones,
0: these young ones. That's what I'm saying. Could change.
1: I don't know. I still think you'd need a load of. Zombies or skeletons? Sure. Then the game workshop mo of vampires has always been the summoning and blah 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 blah. So I don't think there's a chance of that.
0: I would put a whisper gold on it.
1: I'm down for that. I'll go in. I'll go in for a whisper gold because yeah, you're wrong on this, Baron.
0: Okay. So I don't know what time. What, I don't know what timeframes are because COVID messed timeframes up.
1: They might don't Thank get me wrong. You. They might release these into the vampire army, the uh, fleshier Court's armies. But I don't know if uh, like a whole army of vampires is ever going to. be. Well, I
2: believe I, I might be wrong here, but I know I don't think any of you have the knowledge to call me out on it. Um, <laughs> I believe the Warhammer Quest and the Underworld stuff all have rules in AOS. Yeah, most of it does. Yeah, I believe they're all in the like General's Compendium.
1: Right, 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 So there you go, you so, can play it in Warhammer in AOS. Yeah, but I think what Barry means, for example, is a, a, this is laying out the laws of the Whisper Gold uh, challenge. So <laughs> this is are they going to get their representative own book? Uh, is that what you're saying?
0: Well, if I'm honest, I don't really know how it's all working with AOS, mate. So I don't know if they're going to get a book, but I'm just going to, you know what? I'll go out on a limb. I say they're going to get their own book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, they absolutely aren't, John. We've got a Whisper Gold in the bag, mate. It's going to be a
0: vampire's book. I accept that you might have to have some skellies and zombies, but I reckon there'll be a way to let you do nothing but an elite vampire army and they'll be their own book.
1: Mm, no, I don't think it'll be an elite vampire only. I think you'll always need ske- mostly skeletons. And, and that zombies. is why we have a Whisper Gold. <laughs> there we book. go. Yep, done. But
2: but yeah, what do think you look more at the Lumineth stuff? Yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, overall this this box looks freaking incredible. I'm i I'm quite hyped to play that. Um
3: Matthew,
0: you wanted to mention new bashi Oh no, still on G Dubs. Rewind, 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 still on G Dubs. That yesterday at ten o'clock, Games Workshop released the Honored of the Chapter Box
1: set. Oh yeah. Is this is this under the pre-orders or something on, yes. on the main website? Okay. So I it have the look. heroes
0: from the Indomitus box. Now, the Indomitus box that came out last year to signal the beginning of the new edition, I purchased my new box set for £99, which I recognised was sort of, what was that, like 20 or 30 quid cheaper than retail because I got it from Leodis Games as I always get all my stuff from Leodis and he he was doing it for £99. Um, the Honoured of the Chapter for... Was it one, two, three, four, five models? No, there's
2: nine models. There's
0: nine there. models. Oh, the eradicators are in there as well, aren't they? Yeah, so 89 pounds for those models.
1: So you get the Judiciar, With... you get the chaplain, the it's, uh, includes guard. three characters
0: and two squads. Yeah, what you releases the this guard? The eradicators. Um, the chaplain, Judicia, and uh, yeah. I will link it in chat. Yeah, I'm just trying to find well, I don't it. Don't get it. the captain or the lieutenant, basically. Yeah, you don't get
1: the captain or lieutenant. It's ba- like it's basically you take out the captain, lieutenant.
2: Uh, no, actually, it's like half of the marines from the Indomitus box. I mean, aren't the aren't like Primaris characters like twenty quid each anyway?
0: Well, maybe, but if I would, I've done a little bit of research on some prices, what? so. Like I say, I bought my box set for £99. Um, I, I Just after they all came out and there was a glut, I purchased the Chaplain, the Judicia, the Ancient, the Lieutenant, and the Captain, so the five hero models, on eBay for £18. That is £18. <laughs> um, if you go on eBay and look for the box set now, they, some people are charging like between £100 and £150, but um one sold two days ago for 85 the what? whole box set the whole indomitus and everything um one sold yesterday for 150 so it was almost like these came out and people went wait what and suddenly people were like back on the indomitus train because there's a glut of I these just Indominus wonder boxes
1: who around. it's aimed at
0: it's excellent question because because if surely...
1: you want if you want the new primary stuff you can buy indomitus or or buy one of the recruit or um, command editions, or whatever they're called, the starter editions that have like a good amount of the Indomitus stuff. Or you can go onto eBay and buy half the Space Marine, half of Indomitus for about this price, and get ten uh, assault Intercessors, three bikes, and two other characters into the bargain.
0: Yeah, I think it was about fifty quid for the Space Marine half of the box for eBay.
1: I just don't understand who only wants. The Chaplin models, the Blade Guard and the Eradicators.
2: Is it for something along the lines of like Um The the like mother that walks into Games Workshop, you've bought your battle box, now if you want to play slightly larger games here, have this. Do you know what? I think these are the only uh,
1: models that aren't in the new starter boxes. That might be it. The new um... Maybe, but even if it is, like, the mum that walks in is a great analogy until the box is nine blokes for ninety quid.
3: Yeah, it, because
1: like the right. the mum analogy of like going in and buying a big tank. Here's a here's a value. Yeah, right. fine. Here's a box of men, t- like twenty men for thirty quid back in I'm talking fucking years right. ago. But fucking nine men for ninety quid. No, okay. that's not targeted. That's then. absolutely why it is because. So if we look at the, the 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 big dog, command edition of the starter sets, you get the three bikes. Five intercessors and the Lee captain. So if you buy that and get rid of the Necrons, I, go, I guess, then you have like most of Indomitus, but you're still missing five intercessors and the lieutenant. So like, I don't fucking know.
0: It does seem odd, and I'm you know, it's a dumb box. G Dubs does wing weird price stuff. We know that. No one's saying it's cheap, and it's to clarify it. I'm not saying, oh, my God, this is crazy overpriced, even though it is. I'm saying it doesn't make sense relative to everything else. Yeah, um, I But have they just... I mean, they did Indomitus, and then they were like, right, we're going to make more because it sold out in five seconds. Did they make more, realised they couldn't sell all those more, and it are now great. breaking them down to parts? Because it's just a bunch of sprues. And instead of boxing them, they're doing it like this. and
1: I feel like if it happening. had been... If you take the Bladeguard and Eradicators out and put in the Captain and the Lieutenant, that would kind of make more sense to you because it's like here's just the chap, the um, the characters in the, the box, and you can buy boxes of standard troops. It just it feels like it's a weird mix of units.
0: I agree.
1: I just don't. Yeah, I really don't see who it's aimed at. That's what's weird. I agreed. It's very odd.
0: Um, this seems but dumb, I and I hope it doesn't make- sell. It was all kicking off on the, the Facebook pages yesterday, someone could have mentioned it. Not surprised. Um, Matthew, did you want to talk about new Bushido releases that they got or new some reveals?
1: I did want to talk about new Bushido releases because they did this really cool thing where GCT Studios had, like, they were trying to get their Instagram sort of kicked off. So they had this teaser shot of, like, five snip, snapshots it c- it compiled into one. And they said basically for every 50 um, subscribers or followers, whatever you have on the gram, I'm not an Instagrammer. Um,
2: they the will on the gram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I believe the children call it the gram.
2: <laughs> on the gram just sounds like some sort of weird drugs analogy. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it does actually, doesn't
1: it? Oh, I'd never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's on the gram. Um, <laughs> but they really they released a uh, like they released the full um, art of one of the models every time they got 50 followers, which was really cool. Um, So, there's been some really nice new releases, and this comes off the back of them releasing their big water dragon spirit kami called uh, Ryujin. So, it's just some cool new stuff. They've they've got some metal kami, which are. Which one's got a. What's that? Some kind of tetsubo, and one's got a katana coming out of it. They released a uh, a sling guy who's got like um, rabbits and birds that he's killed with his sling hanging off him. He's like a hunter villager. Um, they released a really nice model for the, um, Silvermoon Trade Syndicate, which she's called a Yame, and she is, like, a fan fighter, so she's got, what are they call Tessen, which are, like, the fighting fans. Um, and she's got some really nice, uh, key feats where she gets to, like, seduce people and fuck them up when they try to come hurt her. And then, <laughs> and then there's some pigeons, weren't there, Dan? There were There some were there three eagles of the Dwar, Dwar Isles. Them that can't play in Dan's um, themed list for the dissension because they don't have a key boost of their movement, which means they're not legal in Dan's theme. So he can't play the birds in his bird list, which is fun. (laughs) Um, And then the other one that they've just given us the rules for is her name is uh, Moyasu. I just want to read you like the fluffer because it's pretty cool. So, fishermen tell tales of a yokai that has been caught in their nets and set fire to the entire boat before anyone could do anything to prevent it. They say she does not mean to injure the fishermen, but it it is always wise to check your nets before hauling them on board. Moyasu angered some great being who cursed her to ever burn alive, feeling the pain but not dying. Every time she succumbed to the flames and fell, consumed by the magical fire, she would rise again to her punishment. We don't know who she angered or what she was accursed of, but she roamed the land for some time in eternal agony and also causing crops, homes and forests to catch fire. This caused most to drive her away for fear of their own dwellings and food stores. And then basically she ends up going to the water and the water car offer her help and the flames go out whenever she's underwater. So she lives underwater now. She's been turned into this like octopus lady who is also on fire. And it's just freaking rad.
0: Yeah, so the, the art's better than the model. Like that, that, that face on the model, I'm not quite sure, but I would I'd like to see it. In I person, think it's yeah. It's I think can. it's
1: an unpainted render. There's been the case. That's been the case for a couple of models that I thought looked a bit derpy, and then you see it painted, and it improves. It's the
0: size of the head, though. The the head needs to be smaller relative to that body. No,
1: do you know what it is, for me? I think it's the eyebrow. I think it's the right <laughs> eyebrow being cut. Co- She's trying to give you the people's eyebrow. And it's just <laughs> not quite worked. But I really like the look of the lava-cracked flesh of the tentacles. Mm. And like it's, yeah. I think it's just a really sick model. Yeah. It's just some really nice new stuff. and like some
2: Jun's getting all the cool new stuff?
1: They're just on a bit of a jung bend at the moment, aren't they? We had Ryujin, the new Water Dragon yeah. Spirit. Great Kami. We've got uh, Miyakomo Kora, who is a new Shugenja. Um, a new Water Witch. We've then got Moyasu, this Ursula, flaming Ursula chick. And then also, coming soon, we have Hitokuchi, the giant summemoman, or however you say it, which is basically a shark boy, but he's huge. Giant street shark, which I'm really hyped for. When he comes out, I'm probably just going to buy some young just to have, like, shark boys, because that's fucking rad. But yeah. Shark boys. Shark boys, shark boys.
0: I'm still waiting on the models that are going to get me into this game, because I want to, and it's just so close, so close, but not quite there. I'm look, I'm just keeping my eyes peeled, and I'm keeping it hopeful.
1: Maybe one day, maybe one day. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like a lot of the models for this game. I get that they are not your cup of tea, but for me, mm-hmm. they tick many boxes, and I it's feel- a super fun game. I think it's a really nicely put yeah, together the game. It's agreed. a lot of fun. It's got it had that. The reason I liked it so much is it had that thing that attracted me to GB, which is the sort of the ease of learning, but then there's a lot of tactical depth with what you can do, um, mm. and it's got a really cool combat system as we discussed before. But there, I mean, really? there are things, there are things that I, that we don't like about it. There's a couple of things Dan has pointed out to me which I didn't realise were problems I had with the game until he pointed them out to me. So thanks for that. Pass it down, um, yeah, <laughs> but overall, I think well, a- well, no one else can either. Exactly, I think it's a really, really fun game. I'd recommend it for a lot of people to have a look at it.
2: Mm. The, um, the
1: TTS Bushido, module is really smooth for it.
0: I think it got hurt by lockdown because you think of how many GB people jumped on Bushido when Bushido when, um, yeah. went down. And like, if we weren't in lockdown and there was a Bushido event
1: in the south, you'd have had a lot of GB people tipping people up, it. yeah i agree i could have gone there with armor four and ruined everyone's day
0: it it feels that it's it's the, the fire's rather gone out on that for a while
1: i but think who, the, who, i think the fire on a lot of gaming has gone out. oh maybe it's just for me yes. maybe I, maybe yeah. i'm imposing that
2: no i don't think it is just you don't need you at all don't need you at all
1: the difficulty in as much as you have tabletop simulator you have the other uh like avenues you can go down with gaming one thing that I've found is that the, well, the one thing I have found is as soon as you get anyone that has anything else that's installed on their computer, I don't want to sit in front of Tabletop Simulator and play when I've got other games that I can play, like are designed for that. Yeah, exactly. Like part of me, the re- part of the reason that I used to play board games as well, once get out and two, just because it is more of a social thing that I want to do.
3: Yeah. Where true.
1: when I'm playing Tabletop Simulator, like I've been playing Kingdom Death, we do it every week now on Tabletop Simulator, and although it is fun it's nowhere near as much fun as sitting down around a table laughing when you pull a lion's testicles off. 100%. 100%. I I long for the days we tugged lion bollocks together. Exactly. It's just not... um... Agree. Yeah. But, but, fingers crossed, we'll be at it soon. But that's why table... I mean, when Vassal was a thing as well, I thought, well, I'm a nerd, I'm a PC gamer, I'm sure I'll pick up Vassal. I did, and then I went... But it's just shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is wank. I'd rather not. I'd rather be doing anything but, but, yeah. I still had
0: fun playing my, my few Vassal games that I played, but... Yeah, yeah.
1: There's a the difference between the fun and repeating fun. Like, I can imagine it being fun as it's novel. But I can imagine me sitting there on Vassal, like, by maybe my third or fourth game and going, I could load up anything. Like, I could load up Counter-Strike. I could load up Dota. I could load up fucking... Full Guys, like, you know, you name it and you'd have more of a laugh playing something else with the collective you could, could get on Discord for when you're doing it. I've actually started playing video games in, in this in this lockdown, or I say it's in this lockdown since November, which I haven't done for ages properly playing, like, PC games. Dan and I have been playing a fair amount of The Hunt, which is a lot of fun. I recommend it if anyone um, wants a Really interesting. What would you call How would you classify it, Dan? It's kind of a first person shooter battle royale, but also there's only 12 people on the map and it's like gothic horror. I think I've seen a couple of people playing actually, it looks quite fun. Yeah, think like Cthulhu, Louisiana Bayou,
2: 1800s. Mm. It's like it's all got the like uh, Doontown, Wild West Exodus kind of Mm. uh, Bayou rather than cowboys. Wow.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um.
0: You yeah, no, I don't play computer games. I just go to work, come <laughs> home, at the weekends, maybe try and get a little bit of hobby done. Uh, so I just need this to be over, so I can play more games.
1: Yeah, I'd like to get my hobby mojo back, please. So if the uh, if the coronavirus could fuck off, that'd be brilliant.
0: <laughs> um. So, moving on, one thing I want to talk about was, because it's been so long since we recorded, um, Infinity. So many really chuffing cool Infinity releases have come out since we recorded last. Back in a sec. Specifically, the four tags for Code 1 with just the Cutter, the Blue Wolf, the Shazvasti Sphinx, and the Zeta unit. Is Um, the
2: Zeta unit better than it looked originally?
0: Yeah. It's it's not as cool, because there was the two art pieces. One looked great, one looked awful, yeah. and then the model was like, Meh. But I've learned that all of those renders do not do the models justice. Those big yeah. chunky renders, where they look a little bit like Fisher-Price toys, um, they do look better in real life, absolutely, and look better painted. The cutter especially looks great. Um, and the Zeta unit is better in real life. It's not perfect, but it's good. Um, so they came out and they were fantastic but the most my most favouritest model came out and it was the equipped Mirage 5 team which is the large werewolf and the young lady with a rifle yeah so so I, I sort of waxed lyrical about this model before when it was in the Luxumbra from the Lux yeah. Umbra. so it is at the 75 mil I don't know if it was 75 mil or 54 mil I can't quite remember but it's massive and now we've got the small version and it's just a mirror of it it's so good. And I bought two, so I can have one painted-up French and one painted-up Russian. Because they're allowed in the Cosmoflot um, Amazing. Faction. So anyone who's like, oh, should I get into Infinity? Go look up the Equip Mirage 5 team, and then you'll go, oh, cool, now I'm an Infinity player. Great. Perfect.
2: I'm waiting for the Cosmoflot to get the actual bear, and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: The werebear. Um uh, infinity's in a bit of a weird spot I must say model wise at the minute because infinity defiance, the kickstarter so the dungeon crawl infinity game was meant to be delivered, done, finished COVID put pay to that Um and it's obviously delayed it massively, uh, some people do have it in hand us in the UK, because of COVID it pushed it past the Brexit point and that's a whole nother world of fuckery um, so we still haven't got anything. Um, hopefully that is being remedied, but you know there's not a lot of CB can do about it at the minute, but they are trying. But what it means is there's a whole bunch of models being released at the moment, which are duplicates of the models that are included in Defiance, because they very rarely, they do very specific limited edition models, but generally they don't want to have a model that's in an army list that you can't have that was included in a Kickstarter or included in a box set. So inevitably they release it with different arms uh, or a different body or whatever. Um, and they're all now hitting hitting the, the market, which is quite nice. But um, it's annoying that these versions here I can buy, but I can't have my Kickstarter ones. Um, and there's another set I really want to talk about, which is the uh, Tunguska Cheer Killers they're just such a cool box set. Is
1: is that because you can't get the delivery or they are now having to increase the amount that you've got to pay because of tax? Is that what it is?
0: Yes. So because of the whole VAT issue, I I think that they're exempt from that because all the orders were done and they've been on a boat and stuff. Right. I don't think the... the, Not upgrades. The sort of add-ons, the the extra kits, I don't think they were fully realised. And they've gone out to people and there was like the wave one and wave two.
3: Right. right um yeah.
0: we did get an email about it the other day and I read it, was like, oh okay, cool, I'm not getting it yet. They're basically saying they think they've worked out a way and it's gonna go to like some distributor here and then we'll get the stuff. Um But a few I mean we could talk a little bit about that. I shouldn't really talk about it, politics, but we will. Um there's been a few model companies, little model companies that I've observed that have just posted up and said, sorry guys, we just can't sell to the UK right now. Because they can't work out how to.
3: Yeah, and yeah, seems, I've seen it. You
0: know, I, don't, I don't pretend to be um, knowledgeable in this field, but all the posts do seem to be the same. And they're all saying that if you want to sell to the UK, you have to set yourself up uh, functionally as a company in the UK. So if I buy something from you know, Charlie Farnes Barnes in Poland, the 20% VAT has to be paid to the UK government. And a whole bunch of little dudes selling stuff, you know, out of their garage, out of their bedroom like, I just can't work out how to do this. Yeah, It's, it's just beyond it's my not,
1: case. Uh, and also not worth my time, in the nicest exactly. possible way. Yeah. Not just not just they can't work out how to do it, it's just not cost-effective for them to work out how to do it. Are we saying, yeah. just to clarify, and check that I understand you right, because it's certainly how I feel, are we saying that the real tragedy of Brexit is it's harder for us to get toys? Are we? That's what we're saying, right? Uh, yes.
0: So, I actually am so angry by the whole thing, I can't make jokes about it. Yeah, fair enough, mate. Um, so let's, let's see what, what other things are affected. but functionally, we don't have, bottom line, we don't have defiance yet, and there's, you know, hopefully there's a lot of these small businesses that I really like, that are doing things out of their garages and bedrooms, and are trying to become big boys. Hopefully, you know, and we're a big market, the UK is a big gaming market, let's not pretend it's not. Um them not being able to sell to us, some of them probably doesn't matter to them because we're such a small market others it could be a big factor in their continued you know existence so let's hope it can get resolved I don't think it can I think it just the onus is probably just gonna be on those guys to just bite the bullet and like if they got to raise prices they'll have to raise prices and we're you know simple as that but I'm waiting on my infinity defiance because I can't wait to play it the models look great Infinity models are fantastic. You know, these cheer killers. I actually haven't got those yet. I'm waiting on those. Um, I think a few people... I think Maria's got hers. They turned up. I think she day. has, I'm, yeah. Uh, there's a model in there. She's like a, a, a girl in, a, in like a cheerleader outfit with two giant pistols. And I just think it's such a cool model. Cannot wait to get that one. Um, but I think Infinity has got stuff because I think... What's the one in March, the game show in March? I always get a Depticon and GenCon the wrong way around.
2: Uh, I think it's a Depticon in March.
0: Right, so they always time a big release for the Depticon, and they time a big release for Gen Con, which means hopefully soon we'll start seeing previews for whatever that big release is. The My feeling
2: where is it's going to be the... It's normally. Is that June? Uh, what What's June, sorry? Is Interplanetario June as well? I don't know, but
0: that tends the to be a release at Interplanetario, oh, okay. it's just reveals, mm-hmm. and it's usually
2: the reveals of what's yeah. coming out at Gen Con. Yeah. The reveals will be the bit that I care about, so it's probably that's why I'm tying it to Interplanetario. Gotcha.
0: So, I'm hoping that this Corregidor because Corregidor were like my sort of first, they were the second models I bought in the first faction I probably played. So I'm hoping that they're going to get the box set treatment this time round. So in a month's time, we'll be getting you know all excited about Corregidor stuff. Yeah. Um, and they are a popular faction, the Nomads. So that could be cool. Um, again, perfect time to jump on Infinity. If you're if you've tried it before, looked at it, or read an earlier rulebook and were like, this just doesn't make sense. They have worked hard at making it simpler and less impenetrable. There is Code One, which is a slightly uh friendlier but i'm not gonna say easier because i don't feel that's a proper way to say it i think Strip it's a friendlier down. system yeah to get you but not, everything,
1: not everything's in there yet correct
0: specifically like hacking and certain things um but it is a great game and i am very much looking forward to playing this and i know i was talking to Connor maria on chat yesterday and they're both chomping at the bit for infinity mm. action but maria's finished up painting her um a Cunian sectorial that she wants to play connor's going bonkers and he's just like i will have my sectorials finished but he's got a touch of the me's at the minute and he's like i want this faction and that faction and that faction and he's got a bit bonkers and he's just buying up factions left right and center at the moment yeah he's been on ebay buying up old out of production models which is quite fun huh.
1: um slippery slope you know, that fight? dangerous what's that slippery yeah, like, slope that yeah
0: um so Infinity, check it out if you haven't. Uh, last thing I want to talk about. Oh, no. Two things. One, Monster Fight Club. They're what? a company that what? I've been looking... At. What is this? What? Is what? The one rule of Monster Fight Club is you do... Yeah, hang on. Are
1: You're you going to be in some trouble, presumably, after this. <laughs> hang on. Right. Monster yeah. Fight Club, looking at... Are they doing the Cyberpunk Red miniatures?
0: Yes. They're doing the miniatures. Also coming soon is the Cyberpunk Red Combat Zone... Um, game. So the only Kickstarter, it's going to be a Cyberpunk skirmish game, because we haven't got enough of those. Um, but it is like an official Cyberpunk. In- I just
1: okay. wonder, is the Cyberpunk name not slightly tarnished at this point, through no fault of Cyberpunk Red?
2: i about to say, because the, the important distinguish, because obviously people know Cyberpunk from Cyberpunk Three Seven Seven. Cyberpunk Red is the the new release of the Cyberpunk role-playing game. Not Correct. in any in any
1: way linked to CD Projekt Red, who made Cyberpunk 2077.
2: Well, no, it is linked, because they're the same uh, IP, I believe. Same IP, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Now, this is the roleplay
0: that I played in the 90s hardcore Cyberpunk, so I'm very excited. And I, I can't see myself really doing much roleplay, but I can see myself doing miniatures games. Um, so I'm really excited for this Kickstarter to see how it goes. Hmm. Um, what's included. The two models they show on this because there's a like the, the product holding the project upcoming page sort of thing. Cool box art, and then there's two models. One model looks cool, one doesn't look as cool. Like it looks good on the box art, and then he's like a big dude and he looks a bit derpy as a model. Need to widen that stance a little, but I'm still excited and I wanna I want it to be good. Um and I thought what was interesting is it is going to be on Kickstarter. Now, we mentioned it on the podcast before, but there's the new platform. Well, not new as out but GameFound is new in the way that it is now hosting projects in the way that Kickstarter does. And the big kickoff game that we talked about on the last podcast, it was still going, was um, ISS Vanguard by Awakened Realms. And it actually took £4,912,097. That's pretty,
1: pretty well. Big. This is 9,824% yeah. of the original 50k goal. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll
0: be interesting to see what GameFound can do in the sort of realm of funding. I'm looking on here at the minute. Um, nothing else at the minute was jumping out at me. But that, you know, that's fine. Um, any Anything that people can help people get their ideas out there, I'm on board with.
1: Bard Song's on there, I've just seen.
2: Well, Bard, yeah. So, Bard sunk was so the the Gamefound itself is often used as a platform for um, their people's pledge managers uh, and late Ah, yes.
0: So they so Steamforge have used Gamefound for the pledge manager, and some updates are now coming out from Gamefound, and it'll be interesting because we now know that Steamforge is pretty much a you know a, a crowdfunding company. They're Seamon now. Oh, so be interesting to see if they move their operation over to
2: GameFound in the future. On the note of Seamforge, did we see the previews for the um, Peaky Blinders card game? Well, <laughs> yeah. actually... And did we, well, actually, did, I'm, and did I'm, we also see that they are exactly the same wording as Shadow Game? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah a joke i've seen so much about that <laughs> i did i did and g- complete coincidence i decided to start re-watching it all because i didn't want to be sat in front of the computer all the time so i've been watching all the series we so When it... i saw it pop up i was like it out." are we I gonna call like... it peaky shadows or shadow blinders oh that's hilarious Ooh. does that mean i'm gonna have another copy of shadow games at home
2: yeah <laughs> a slightly different skin
1: yeah, so it's, it's not... when I
2: saw I saw one of the cards reference Union, and I just did a double take. And I'm like, "What the fuck?"
1: So it's not really Peaky Blinders the card game. It's Peaky Blinders the fucking weird blocks and card game. Yeah, the yeah, they had the weird much. little weird little cubes, didn't it? Little wooden cubes. Oh my god! I suppose it makes it a lot cheaper, doesn't it? To produce because they haven't they haven't got to develop it. They could just slap us Peaky Blinders skin over everything.
2: So they don't even have to commission art; they just literally take screenshots of the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they've at. Just take
1: two pictures on their phone and then just sort of just phot- photoshopped it over the top.
0: <laughs> oh. so that was a thing. I wasn't actually going to mention it because I feel we always give them a bit of a kicking. And I thought oh,
1: uh, when
2: it comes to Shadow Games, yeah, I think when it comes to agree, Shadow Games, that... it deserves to be kicked around the car park.
1: It's Shadow Games, and they've just slapped Peaky Blinders over top it. That that deserves a, a, a lot. Also,
2: I think we might have called that a couple of episodes ago. I think, I think yeah. we one, did
1: as
0: Yeah. And there was no way we thought it was accurate. But they we like, no, they won't
1: do that. That'd be dumb. Oh. <laughs> How
0: could you come out and go check out our great new game system when it's been around for fucking ages? Because no one fucking played.
1: No one played Shadow Games, so no one's going to know it was a thing. Everyone's still got it. It's just a cellophane proper yeah. up the table. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's got a copy. No one's played it. We played it once because we were drunk at the Christmas party.
0: And I missed it. <laughs> so I've actually never played it.
1: Yeah, Spoilers, it wasn't you, very good. Yeah, it's, no, it's fine. It's like, whatever. It's, it'll fill five minutes but after that it's solved. Because it's, it's one of those games that you could like actually solve. You can kind of go, oh, this is how you do and then you win.
3: Um...
0: One thing I wanted to uh, do a little shout-out. You've said one thing of of a lot of
1: times, Barry. They can't all be the one thing.
0: Well, it's a, another thing. is? I'm a massive fan of a website called Tabletop Fix, uh, which How is like ttfix.blogspot.com. And he posted up the other day to say that he, he post, it was his 60,000th post. And every day I check this website, because he's a great resource for finding out what new projects are coming. Um, he always posts up the new stuff, and I've messaged him a few times where when there's been kickstarters or things, I'm like, "Hey man, you should have this on there." And he's always like really cool, and always posts stuff up. Um, but I just wanted to give him a shout out because I think he's a, I think he's a New Zealand fella, and he just does it because he loves it, and he just posts up all the info we need to know about gaming. I can see you doing something like this. It's really yeah, I guess it's like the website I wish I had. Um, it's mm. really cool. And it was just because he was celebrating that anniversary the other day, oh, I thought, nice. oh, I must do a shout-out. So, yeah, it's Tabletop Fix. Is the, it's what it's called. It's
2: ttfix.blogspot.com. Nice. Oh, if we doing a um, random shout-out? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not really someone that needs shouting out, but um, a company that I like and back a lot of their stuff of is Mythic uh, Games. Uh, and they are... They, uh, I believe in the next month they're releasing a second wave of Super Fantasy Brawl. Oh yeah! It's, they are also, I believe, kickstarting the Rainbow Six Siege uh, board game. Yes,
1: I saw about this. That's interesting. Yeah,
0: talk to me because obviously, not as a computer gamer, that's rather passed me by. The whole rain- I saw the the posts about the Rainbow Six. So I was like, do I should I care? Talk to me.
2: Well. it's for me, it's more that I've sort of wanted that style of miniatures for a while. I've looked for them a couple of times and it's the first time that I'm really seeing them, but um, it's like a sort of tactical shooter game with like a planning element, and... How many players, does it said? Uh, oh, I don't know about the board game. I think it's really early dawn. I guess yeah, it's a reveal trailer.
1: Four or five aside, maybe? Like, um, But you basically, in, in Rainbow Six Siege, you have like a phase where you get some time to like scope out the compound you're going to be attacking. You can use little camera drones to go in and have a look around. You can try and identify the key targets. So you might be trying to rescue a hostage or like steal some intel or something like that. And you can go in and scope out. And you have that. You have that phase. And then once that's over, which lasts like I don't know, like a minute or so, let's say. I can't remember exactly now off the top of my head. And then you have this the action phase which is basically where you're then trying to figure out your breach points, you're plotting your your way in, you're maybe repelling up the side of the building, you're planting demo charges on walls so you can burst in or you're figuring out if you can break through the ceiling or through the floor above you um, and then eventually we'll get to the point where people actually start seeing each other and it goes from this very slow-paced tactical build-up to suddenly like in 30 seconds there's an incredible amount of noise, fire and, and chaos hmm. and then you hope that you've come out on top.
2: See, everything that Mythic's done recently has looked really good. And I talked about Kickstarters, I thought. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I actually
0: had a Rainbow Six game on my iMac back in 1999. And I couldn't work out what the fuck I was doing, so I never bothered with it.
2: And the uh, ending games, uh, and... panel of the uh, re- release trailer is very much like the. Uh, the, uh the like first uh, reveal trailer for uh, the actual video game, which I like.
0: So yeah, I'm looking at nice. them now, and it, it looks cool. So who, so it's who are you fighting? So your, you know, elite team versus terrorists, or another elite team?
2: So I believe in in the lore of the game. Um, so in the game, you're fighting against. Like people, functionally people from the same organization, but like uh, I think thematically, it's like um, training sessions, kind of thing. Okay. Like war games.
0: Well, that could be good. I'll be see in how that translates. The sort of tactical yeah. nature of the computer. When you feel, you know you have cards, you lay out your turn. There's probably yeah. videos I should probably watch about this, but because
2: um... I think. Was it (laughs) Mythic also did... No, that was Monolith. I'm getting Mythic and Monolith confusing that. Don't worry about that. Ignore me. Was Monolith the Batman
0: one?
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. But Monolith did Batman, not Mythic.
0: Yeah. They're both M-words, I get it.
2: Yeah. And they both do very similar, like, large amounts of miniatures production... games.
0: Um... Has anyone else got anything that has happened that they wanted to
1: talk about in gaming? No, I don't think so. Should we hop uh, on to Like some... I say, I've uh, just been playing PC yeah, well, games.
2: Played. It's mostly PC games and buying board games for me. So Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, do you know what? I've been pretty cool and calm on the old buying front. I've been buying up all the Infinity, <laughs> mostly. Been... But I haven't gone too bonkers. I've done a Kickstarter for a while. I'm being pretty cool and calm. Which is unusual. <laughs>
1: Out of character.
0: So, yeah. I'm off to the questions. So the first question that was posted up is from a friend of the show, Ducky Hackett. Best name. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: and he asks us very politely, how are you doing? Are you and your family doing okay during COVID? How's work? Seen any good movies lately? How is everyone?
1: Fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Family wise is always a weird one, isn't it? With all of my life, everyone's not stopped. We've all been at work. Everyone's I'm the only one out of all of us isn't vaccinated because all of them have got something that they've justified having it early or something. So I'm all right, otherwise,
0: Hmm? Uh, I'm actually in isolation right now because Nick's got COVID again, she's tested positive again. (laughs) Poor Nick. Um, so I'm I think I've probably caught it off a couple of times and I had it last March as well, so I reckon I'm on three times, but I am just bursting with antibodies. You're doing great.
1: Just an absolute diva.
0: Just okay, bursting right. with antibodies. Um, that's how I'm doing. Uh, everyone's fat my family. You know? My mum's been vaccinated. I really miss my nieces. I just wish I could go give my nieces a big cuddle. Aww. Um, How's work? Work is brilliant and I love it. How about everyone else?
1: Uh, Works a bit weird at the moment. Um, It's it's generally pretty good. It's it's not going too badly. Like I've I've got like I don't know between nine and fifteen to sixteen kids in school on any given day, depending on what day of the week it is. Um, Just been pretty chill. Um, Working on like um, making lessons to be put online as well as teaching in the classroom. Has been it was a bit hard to get to grips with at first, but now it seems to be okay. Over the last few weeks, it's been all right. Uh, yeah, it's been all right.
2: Cool. Dan, you're still working from home, right? Yeah, I am. The end. <laughs> there yeah.
0: <laughs> John, you're out and about sometimes and working from home sometimes, right?
1: Majority of the time I'm working from home now, they've changed it again, but I'm in town at least twice a week now, and it, it, it's up and down. What, some weeks some weeks they're obeying the rules, some weeks they're not. Some weeks it's terrible, some weeks it's great. It's just a nightmare, really. You've got to make you should look after yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, I must say I don't know. I feel for people working at home because I've obviously been home this week, and um, this is my this is like the third time I've had to isolate now, and I just miss it. Just. Because I go out, I drive to work, I interact with people at work. Yeah, I'm not hugging them or licking them. Not not, not since the intervention. (laughs) But I'm still interacting and I I don't really feel like there's a lockdown on that much, yada yada. Um, So I do feel for those like Dan, who's just working from home all the time, like being a trooper. (coughs) Um, Any good movies? Probably...
3: <laughs> Just you know, probably. I watched that
0: Greenland, and I enjoyed that the other day. The Gerard Butler one on um, Netflix, oh, on uh, Amazon.
1: Oh, okay, I can't remember what I've watched. I've watched like so much stuff recently, but I don't really know what I've watched. It all blurs into one because, like, we're not going anywhere or doing yeah. anything.
2: I've never been like a movie person. Really, I find it really hard to like concentrate for two hours um, on like something that I'm not actively doing, so I tend to watch, like, series more. Yeah. And I've just been re-watching a load of old series that I know make not be happy. So... Yeah. Yeah It's yay. good to be
1: happy. Yeah,
2: I've been,
0: I've been re-watching a lot of the Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars and Rebels cartoons for research.
1: I've been enjoying... um Yeah, I've, I watched all of the Clone Wars cartoons, which is fucking great. Um, and I've been enjoying... I've been enjoying Division, and I loved, like... The yeah. season two of the Mandalorian was great.
0: Oh my! So that's yeah. We actually we haven't that had have been on since we watched that, have we?
1: No. Oh my gosh, I loved that. Last are
0: we episode. allowed? To,
1: are we allowed to discuss it in detail? I mean, if we should discuss it in detail. It, anyway, but you should go and watch. If it.
0: you haven't watched it by the end of February, you won't
1: give a shit, do you? No. But no, yeah, it was. It was just really, really good. Really fucking good.
0: Uh, I just I felt a little bit of hate for modern the modern stuff ebbing away as I watched it.
1: Oh, I didn't because all it showed me is that the modern stuff can be amazing, and if it isn't, it's because it was handled ineptly. Yeah, maybe. I think I but think
0: we, you know that's another. Thing. I mean, I, I know his question wasn't about Star Wars, but let's do it. Um, the. Since we recorded last, I think it was December the 12th, I think it might have been, we got the Disney reveal from the investors meeting Oh, about, about all the, of the new Star Wars the stuff coming.
1: six billion different Marvel and um, Star Wars shows yeah. that are coming up.
0: Including um, one for and Andor with that lovely new Proto-Rebellion logo. I hope it's everyone saw that.
2: It's a
1: really cool logo. I liked it. it good.
0: Very cool logo, I thought. Very cool logo. Proto-Rebellion logo.
2: It's a logo isn't whoever, right. whoever
1: designed it is probably very intelligent and handsome, I would think. Well...
0: I'd say very handsome. Yeah, yeah very yeah, handsome. Very
1: handsome. Svelte.
0: Um but I'm very much looking forward to like all the stuff that's coming. It's just a great time to be a Star Wars fan. And I know there's a lot of people going, Oh, there's just Disney milk in the cow. And it's like, keep milking that cow. Yeah, I'll keep give me that milk. that milk. I will slub yeah. that
1: milk. Give it to me.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for
3: more
1: more just action. Is the milk blue? It's green. Dude. It's green. That's the worst thing. It's the Don't green milk Star from the Wars fucking stuff. weird, weird beach creatures that that mark fuck Fucking water milk.
0: <sighs> yeah, let's let's move, let's, let's move, move on. on. Yeah.
1: Like all it's all it's shown me is that Feige and Favreau should be the ones allowed to do Star Wars things, and like I think can we just not have any more movies? Can we just have series now? Because the movies have been shit. Well, the movie they um,
0: announced was uh, Rogue Squadron with uh, Patty Jenkins directing, who did Wonder Woman. And I think Wonder Woman, the first one, was a brilliant movie, and I like the second movie, but the first one I thought was just. Wasn't the second really
1: one Gol- Goldar versus Chitara? Wasn't that the second one? That's what yeah,
0: happened. yeah. <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ducky, thank you for your question. I think we're all doing all right. Just really much looking forward to it being over, and I hope you're doing well. Uh, next really? question is Tony Stretton. Hey, Tony. Uh, face to face gaming still an uncertainty for the foreseeable future. How do you feel about things like TTS being a viable substitute, especially with things like tournaments?
1: I mean, I've, I we talked about that a little bit. I, lo- I like liked play TTS with Lofty the other day. It's good fun, but it's not it's not a,
2: a supplement I, I'd want to play a lot of, and I wouldn't want to play events in it. I think it is, like, by the wording of the question, I believe it is viable, but I do believe that being able to play and enjoy Games on TTS and Vassal and that sort of stuff is a skill set that is different to normal. Yeah, I agree interesting.
3: With that.
2: Okay. So it's probably not viable for everyone, but I think like, like with the World Cup uh, for Guild Ball, like people are still playing it. They are still uh, testing. I see, think every time I sort of mouse over the Guild Ball project Discord server, I see people in the like gaming chat channels. So I know like stuff's happening, but like. It's just not necessary for everyone. Yeah.
0: It's not for me, Jen. It's not for me, Jen. Yeah. But I, mean... I can't really tell you why. I mean, I enjoyed the games. And if someone said to me, Baz, do you want to play a, ga- a, a friendly Guild ball game on Basel next week? I'd be like, do you know what? I probably would, just for the novelty of it. But I don't think I could do the tournament.
1: Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I couldn't just
0: keep on trucking with it. Well, it's the, bits games,
1: the up in No, it's just the bits of the tournament that you... It's this, Like I say, it's the social part. You finish your game early, what do you do? You walk around and you chat to everyone. I don't want to be sat at a tournament, I finish my game, and then have to sit there in my flat, waiting, well, and I so can't I, do anything else. I until think whatever. the
2: way that the World's Qualifier Tournament is working is it's being held over, like, a month. So, yeah. like, you just, just have to it, play your game by periods, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I get what you're saying. But it's just still
1: not the reason I play the competitive tabletop game. But put it this way, if people were to start playing tabletop games on Vassal or Tabletop Simulator, and that be the way going forward, I wouldn't play competitive inverted commas tabletop games because it's not tabletop.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So so as much as can it be done? Yeah. Will it be done? I don't care because I won't be doing it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Classic John. Um, cool. So, uh, oh, Ducky, the cheeky monkey's got another question. Greedy. I know.
2: Say again. He's got a third one as well above it. I'm gonna touch. Oh, judge...
0: I'm it.
1: trying to listen. I'm gonna have my headset on. I'm gonna walk to the kitchen and, and get something in the oven, but hopefully it doesn't disconnect. Carry on.
0: It's just it's just so raw. It was such a raw podcast. So, uh, Ducky, Huckett, I know you guys aren't the biggest fans of online play, but with the Guildboard Digital Worlds qualifiers being held in like two days of writing. Will you guys be playing? No. So, as we said, A I didn't know it was happening. B no. <laughs> A didn't know. B no. Not... And yeah, and I can't play Guild Ball right now because I don't know how. <laughs> I've got to remember how to play the game. Anyone else?
2: No, I think we're all the same. Yeah, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. Um,
0: I will be. Oh,
2: oh, fact fact, I will like... be following it? Like, I'll be looking at who's doing well and whatnot, but I'm not... No, okay. I ain't playing.
0: You, you kind of have always been that way. Like, you know of quite a few more of the guys. You've been to a, a, a whatever-the-fuck thing, WTC or whatever. You know what's going on. So, another Ducky happy question. Is the fact you guys have announced a new episode on the day SFG started advertising the scene to be top-selling Peaky Blinders card game? A coincidence?
2: Jean, Peaky Blinders, the card game, the most competitive card game in history?
1: <laughs> it was a coincidence, but it's also lolz. Peaky, Peaky Shadows, the card game, is. Yeah, that. Oh, I just remember
0: that video. That video where Locks came out and went, We've got really exciting news. We've done a deal to do a Peaky Blinders game. It's like, if he knew then that it was just the reskinned Shadow Games, how
3: can you have such a. It's also because I think there is
0: actually another Peaky
2: Blinders card game coming out. I think there are two. Oh, you're kidding. Brilliant. <laughs> I want to say, I might have just made that up, but I'm sure. I'm hoping you've made that up.
1: I don't know how people could how they could two people could own the IP at the same time, or well, not own the IP but have the i the uh, the rights to. Well, anyway. no,
0: no, I mean, that's, you do have a few
3: things
2: that can't. Oh no, there was one released.
1: If I'm honest, I don't really care. It's like, I don't
2: care about Peaky Blinders. I don't care about Peaky Blinders: <laughs> The card Game. Peaky Blinders Under New Management was a card game released in 2019. Sorry, that's where I got it from. Oh, so long uh,
1: ago as well. The, the, the market's ripe for a new one. It's been almost two years since the last one.
0: So I'm going to use Ducky's question to segue back to something we were meant to talk about, uh, which I'm hoping Dan can illuminate me on because I have oh, no knowledge. Is this notion of Magic the Gathering 140,000 mashup?
2: And Lord of the Rings. Right, so... Oh, there, recently in the last couple of years, Magic started doing. I think it started with there was a set called Ikoria, which was all about like big monsters mutating and doing fun stuff. So they did a tie-in with uh, the Godzilla um, uh, consistent universe, whatever it's called. Um, I can't remember what they actually call it. Is it just called like the Kaijuverse or something, or no. whatever? It's not irrelevant. Uh, Where, like, they did alternate skins of some cards that were like, this card that we've printed as, like, in the set it's Big Red Dragon 2, you can also occasionally get it as, this is King Ghidorah, but it has a little bit below, says, counts as Big Red Dragon 2.
0: Right.
2: However, there was a bit of controversy uh, halfway through Lockdown, where... They released what's called a secret lair, which is like a small drop of cards where, like, you put it's a pre-order for like six months time, you will get this like special limited edition set of cards.
1: The Godzilla one, Dan, was just the lands.
2: No, uh, but in the Ikoria one, they did like literal characters.
1: Oh right, but the secret lair one was land, Sorry.
2: Yes, but I'm going on something else. With the oh
1: lair. my bad, sorry.
2: They released uh, the pre-orders for the secret lair, The Walking Dead, which um, was characters from The Walking Dead. Uh, but they were cards that have never been printed before. Okay. So the only way to get these cards, uh, and they were tournament legal as well, which was the big problem, was to buy this secret lair pre-order. Which a lot of the community threw up arms about because if, like, two years down the line, um, Walking Dead Boy 3 or whatever becomes a tournament stable card, you can't get that anymore which is the first time that that's ever been done in Magic. Uh, so it could either be... It could be either one of the ways they're doing it.
0: So, you know, your Black lotuses you can still technically get a Black Lotus, so just not
2: the original print. Uh, no, but... You, you can get a Black Lotus if you can... They were in general cir- circulation.
1: These secret lairs are... there is a time period in which they are being sold. There is this many of them. That is it. That is done deal is more the point compared to old rarity. Like old rarity was like getting a black Lotus now is difficult just because time has passed and they are now not sold anymore, but they were in circulation as normal. There was not a, like a, a cut off like the cap of amount that they've produced. If that makes sense.
2: Sure. It would be like, um, it's it's very hard to draw comparisons. There's not yeah, many. I, I, I understand, like if I understand show Flint I, I has different rules from Flint,
1: yeah, exactly. It just, I mean, limited
0: editions always been limited edition, though. That's the bit I'm struggling with.
1: Yeah, but the point is that Magic has never done this,
0: right? Okay, Magic
1: okay. has always always been like the everyone can have everything and therefore play with everything. Apart from this one, is you. Like the secret layer in the in the nature of the box is is not it's, their it's usual bag. Only
2: available actually. direct order from Wizards. Uh, it's never going to like the the little game source and and like that sort of thing. Like, I'm yeah. sure people have uh, done have, can explain what's wrong with it better than me, but I just know there has been uproar. And
0: yeah, yeah, sure. So we're, the feeling is that we don't actually know yet, do we? That this no. 000 one is going to what it's going to be it, in practical terms. It's, it's
2: whether it's it might be like a skin for a card that you just have to like buy a it's like a buy a box promo or it could be its own separate release because i believe they've also confirmed that i want to say next year they're doing their first uh, magic set that is not in the magic ip i believe they're doing one based in a dungeons and dragons which is still oh, owned yeah. by ghost but they're doing one in one of the dungeons and dragons planes
1: that's cool. Um, Past secret layers have been interesting the way they've been doing it, and yeah. it, it's sometimes it feel it's difficult to understand whether or not you feel it's just a money grab. I mean, they're all money grabs, right? But they it's di- difficult to know whether it's tied into something or whether they just think they can
2: get I'm away was with tied, it. Though, uh, the one secret layer thing that did get me was they did one for Children's Week, where normally a secret layer costs thirty-five pounds, and you get the cards, whatever. They did a charity secret layer for Children's Week, which cost sixty dollars, and twenty five went to the charity. So it was just like we were paying for their charity. Annoyed me. It was dumb as fuck. It? <laughs> yeah, it should have be been the same so price. To terrify, the yeah.
0: For people like me who don't play these sorts of games, this it's very unlikely this one hundred forty thousand thing is its own standalone game. We're right. saying almost like a Magic: The Gatherer player. Magic the Gathering
1: player. Yeah, it's like, not... There's already if, TCGs with, like... Oh, no, there's there's limited card games with 40k and stuff.
2: If not anymore, they stopped in that. Oh, no, but then they picked up the other one with the rotating cards. Either way, um, the closest thing would be, like... It might be that if there's... There might be a skin for a legendary card that's like, hey, look, you can play Gulliman and Magic, but you're still going to have to play it in a Magic deck with Fireball and... All the other... It's very unlikely you'll be able to make an entirely 40k thing.
1: Mm. Okay, cool. The short of it, cool, Barry, is cool. it's
2: not of interest to you. It's not for me, Jen. It's not for Unless you, Jen. you get into magic for getting into magic's sake, in which case you could own some cool 40k stuff.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's more yeah. the collectible thing. If you want the collectible thing that you can sit on the shelf and it'll look pretty, it's definitely something. Purtis <laughs> me, I'm fucking buying a couple. There you go. Like, <laughs> I, I've already messaged and I've already told my American guy that we're going to be buying some. So we've got the Magic, the Galloping. They did that as well. Like, you know, you th- these cool different sets they've got, they're just going to age well and they're just going to hold their value, which is why I buy Magic stuff anyway. But the, the the nerd in me is probably going to want to keep a Games Workshop one because that's the collector in me that wants it, not the investor in me that wants it, hmm. if that makes sense. Hmm.
0: Sorry to segue there, but I just I meant to talk about him a lot. So Um, moving on to David Cameron, friend of the shows, question. How many model has (laughs) model has Dan managed to paint since you last recorded? Dan?
2: Um, I can't remember what I had done last time recorded, but currently all of my the very the small amount of GC Lacot I have is all painted apart from one of the Goliath war buggy things. Right which I bought second hand off a guy at the club that I just happened to buy. Um, I have painted... I painted the full uh, bandit keyword for Malifaux, and I started painting some uh, lawyers and reporters for Malifaux. Wow. And I painted two monkeys for Bushidoo. Yeah. I'm probably like the second most hobby person on the podcast currently. Possibly the most. Possibly the most, yeah. Well, I think some of that was done before we recorded last time. First time in history. But I, I cannot remember. Shit, I feel like I should do Hobby just so Dan can't win. Like, like Dan's, Dan's crushing it right now. I, I can't think. remember if you guys saw my, like, my like what was the dining room. It's just, like, a shit ton of paints on a table. And just yes. occasionally, when I'm bored, I'll just go in there and just, like, plop around paints for ten minutes. Cool. Good on you.
0: Um. Next question, Andy Johnson. COVID restrictions are gone, and there is a tourney that first week for every miniature game. Which one are you going to, and why? Great question, Andy.
2: Depends. For me, it depends entirely on who's going to them.
1: I was going to say I, my answer is whichever one everyone else is going to, because I can give a fuck what uh-huh. player. I just want to jam out and have a yeah. good time. Do you know what I mean?
0: Okay, well let's, for the purposes of Andy's question, we're saying everyone is going to go to the one that you're going to.
2: Oof. Oof. (laughs) Dan's fucked. He never makes decisions. (laughs) Call me out like that, but fine. Make that answer first, otherwise we're not getting an answer. Is he
1: wrong though, Dan? Is he wrong? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Come on then, Dan. Which one are you going to? (laughs) Come on. Dan? The best thing about this is that I can see him. Yeah, we can.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's left He's the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely hope that that's recording picked up that Discord. Beat-boop. Um, I, hope, I hope, it hope it did as well. Blue, um, <laughs> blue. I think. Ding, ding, oh, I don't fucking ding, know. Ding, like, ding, ding, how long's we straight? Um, it would be like. If, <laughs> if it'll be like Guild Ball or like a very specific Malifaux tournament, probably. Like I, a like a Malifaux tournament with like, that's like designed for newer players, like maybe like 50 solstones with a like 20 point board or something.
1: can't believe you'd go to a Guild Ball event. Have you learned nothing? That's how we killed the game the first time. <laughs> fine, fine. Dan wants to kill
2: games more. Yeah. Matt, go.
1: Uh, Bushido, Mary Aristea.
2: Ah, oh, okay. prime time! I've got prime time existed. Yeah,
1: we need to play some I want
2: to do that, but not as a tournament.
1: Yeah, I just want to go to like I prime time? I bought prime time. Yeah, prime and I've got too. all the latest uh, Aristos, and I'm hoping they do more soon because I like I like the two little two person packs of Aristos yeah. where we can get some just some cool characters.
0: Just the qu- the models just haven't been up to scratch, man, and the skin models. Honestly, it's like they've let their interns loose because they've been poor.
1: I'm sorry, no, I'm, so- I'm sorry, fucking no. Tawu looks baller right, as
0: fuck. I'll let you have that. Tawu is fantastic. I 100% retract that. I looked at that, that model fantastic. and
1: wondered whether I had a gilf complex. I was just like, what the fuck? This is incredible. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but unfortunately, for every tower, you get, apparently, uh, Father Mendoza. Oh, Biden. yeah, the Father Mendoza that is model, not great. That oh, was
1: a
3: missed What a
0: brilliant idea for a model that was executed so poorly. But I think we've moaned about that before.
2: Yeah, so yeah. But
1: like, No, I think the Arista mod- models are really nice. I like them. I think they're, they're a cool, like...
2: I I board, for a board game style. model, I think they're very good. Yeah, and they're yeah. pretty
1: inexpensive. Like, I just want
0: them all to be metal. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, Barry. Enough.
1: What um, tournament do you go to?
0: So I'm going to go out on a limb and go with a Takure tournament because I feel I would learn a lot by getting beaten up.
1: But the game doesn't exist yet.
0: But that wasn't part <laughs> of uh, the Fair enough. Um, well, if
1: if we're going to to
0: the if we're going to go with that, I would probably say, do you know what? I think I'd probably say an Infinity tournament because nice. again, it's a game I need Infinity <laughs> or Code One. Ooh, I'd go proper, full-on, balls to the wall.
1: That, yeah. But
0: what I would say is it's quite a scary game, Infinity, in the sense of there's a lot to learn, a lot to remember, a lot to get your head round. And the, the problem is it doesn't have a clock. And I do hear a lot of stories about, you know, that one turn that took, you know, a third of the time. And we all know I'm not a fast player. And I do worry that I would mess up. Because so, I'd just be playing so fast, so I'm not that guy. But I think I'd quite like to go to an infinity tournament, but I also find it very scary. And we've discussed this before, when I have these worries about going to events, and I don't seem to find them as fun as you guys. <laughs> just build it up and make it really scary. Um, so part of me like, what event would I go to? Anything at, like, Dan's house?
1: <laughs> I'd be down for that. Yeah. yeah. The dance well, I, Dan expo. I would I've attend been... an SBG doubles. There you go. Oh. No, can I, I be your partner?
2: What yeah. well, um, was that then? I said, can I be your partner? Of course. You Don't. can be his partner. Um, baby. I've been talking with um Scott the club and um, we just want to play board games like as soon as like we get like slightly relaxed like indoor restrictions we just want to play some board games mm. oh mate 100
1: percent. i want to play some fucking kingdom death i want to play some progressive board game that we can like have a campaign going on some shit like, like that man. i've
2: been buying board games like they're going out of fashion on like, i on bought games. a copy of Suro the other day
1: i'm gonna no i want something like kingdom death but not kingdom like other stuff like, it doesn't have to be Keen of Death, but Keen of Death yeah. is, the, it, but, is what, what I, I want. What about the Dark Souls
2: game? Was that... Like, I do not think I we ever played the it. Bloodborne game from Cmon delivered during quarantine.
1: Yeah, we nice. saw that take the, up your sofa.
2: The what game? Bloodborne. Uh,
1: Bloodborne. Bloodborne. No, I don't know This that. is the... It's uh, like uh, Dark Souls, but um, a, different, a slightly different aesthetic. Very slightly different. I moved some
2: of the board games out of this room into the other room, and I've just sent you a picture of the pile. Goodness gracious me. <laughs> Oh, dear. I think all of these oh. were newly obtained during lockdown. Wow! <laughs> oh, Dan, you know what we have to play?
1: Wavelength.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. We finally have
1: to play Wavelength.
2: Where did you that send the picture? In Discord.
1: In, the Discord. This. In dis- Discord. Oh, Jesus but, Christ. I think you can see Wavelength. It's, like, there. Yeah. On, let's let's bigify you. Yep, there it is. I see it. Well done, Dan. But yes, that's that's the sort of shit I want to play. I yeah. just want to sit around a table, kind of like chill out, yeah. midday, start playing games, order in a takeaway, dinner, choose whether you're going to continue the game or like play break poker out. or yeah. play a different game. Like, I just want a fucking chill night. That's what I want.
2: I want Beer to do so What I want to do is. I have a meat smoker I want to break out. Let's do it. Yeah, man. I want yeah,
1: to, I want to oh. do another Bazcon style yeah, event yeah. when lockdown is over where we go and get another house for a weekend yeah and we, we just... were meant
0: to do it last year but COVID stopped us
1: exactly but I, I think that needs to be our celebration of uh, lockdown being over because I think getting you know 12 to 15 of us or whatever we get to all go away and just play ball games and miniature games for a weekend
0: I was thinking more like six to eight because some people annoy me <laughs> fair
1: enough, fair enough. <laughs> and it would be um, you'd be, be able to get a
2: a better place for you. While, while, while we've been talking, the Warhammer community uh, articles just dropped today. Anything good? Uh, there's a Marvel comic about yeah. Magnus Cal- Marnius Calgar. So, got one. We've the, about that I so have
0: well. I have all of the Marnius Calgars released so far, including all variations and the the one in twenty five, one in fifty variants.
2: Nice. And there's going to be a reveal for Necromunda this week. Ooh. This week will be further quenching your thirst for new model reveals as the enforcers examine a new threat to Necromunda in the la- latest installment of the Underlying Reformer.
0: Oh, do you know what?
2: Some new models for Necromunda came out, and I wasn't that bothered yeah, it was about the Warlock, Warlock Champions and, and the Cordor. The, uh, it's the Cordor, it's one of their um, like special uh, name fired yeah. guns.
0: And I've got to say, I, I genuinely thought. Um, the Kordor one was a little underwhelming relative yeah. to how cool I thought it was going to be in the art and stuff.
2: But so we've still one, got, hopefully, the Kordor-like big release coming up next, so that'll be nice.
0: Hmm. I want to know what that new Model Monday is that looks almost... Dare I dream that it's an Eldar Exodite? No, that's crazy. Crazy talk. It's, like, it's going to be a D-mini person. Um, Calm down. Um just question, Corma, Andy. Though, thank you. Is... So... Now we have uh, Michael Remy Rudski, friend of the show, um, looking for the at the national qualifiers. What are your predictions for podium? Who do you feel is a dark horse to root for? Who is the magnificent evil heel, biggest underdog?
2: So I have the the qualifiers open at the moment. Uh, I'm going to randomly, with some bias, just say names. Can you post uh, we're going to so go. A yeah, yeah, hundred. Yeah, we have American. Bear, uh, Atlantic there, Europe there, and Pacific, which is currently underway there. I'm going to say Pacific, uh, well, Anthony uh, Hackett has really good taste in podcasts, so I think probably him to win. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: he's also the only one that's currently reported a game and he won that, so let's go yeah, with that. It's yeah,
1: probably, it's, probably, it's probably Ducky.
2: Yeah.
1: we're rooting for, And he's playing Brewers. We're rooting for Ducky. Yep. Ducky to go. win Pacific, there we go.
2: Mike um, uh, Klein on Masons for US for me, I think. Uh yeah, that's probably a good bet. I mean, like, there's this guy, Alex Bots, who's currently rated four oh four, so like, he's could be awful, bro. Fucking trash. Playing
1: navs. Who's Alex Botts? That's weird. Um Yeah, that's yeah, I think I think
2: Klein Klein is oh, a i bet I just want Look, look at the Atlantic one. I'm into it.
1: Who the fuck is this guy? Da- Dan Harwood is playing oh, someone...
2: No, I recognise. It's yeah, going to be sorry. Westy on Shepherds. Westy on Shepherds. Dominic
1: Westy on Shepherds, there he is! Do you think Dan Harwood's going to finish a game out of protest? Do you reckon he's just gone... Just <laughs> a... He's going to go 0 for 5, whatever it is, and he's going to just make sure that People have to suffer because he's, he's here for the make, game he, still isn't he, he, there. He's just there. to make a point.
2: <laughs> I, I shudder to think what a Langton's done with Shepherds.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Cole? Cole is on... on.
2: Um... He is. Cole,
1: uh, Cogs? Henry, Henry's back on Hunters. That'd be quite cool. I'd quite like to see Henry do some good work on Hunters. This pod
2: is stacked, though, like all the way down.
1: Yeah, That'd that's... Be- DC is over in the European qualifier as the only
2: Englishman there because I believe you can't uh, participate in two of them right Uh, and you get to pick you can participate in any of them that you can reasonably like play games for (laughs) He might have just done it to dodge you know all of the English guys and (laughs) just try and dominate Europe maybe he wants to like uh, beat the Germans although I don't see Timmy on the list
1: no, Timmy's playing Bushido. Uh,
2: Christoph Muckenheim, though, is there?
1: I mean, we want we want cameras to do well, don't we? We got to we got to yeah. say we want we want cameras to do well. I don't know if he's going to win it because there's some good, there's some big big names there.
2: Although I do like uh, uh, Kim. I can't pronounce your surname, but uh, <laughs> I know uh, he listens to us and is on Nabs, and I played against him in WC and he's just all round lovely. Nice.
0: Uh, there you go. Hot takes. Hot,
2: the hottest of takes.
0: And then our last question from Niels Hermsken Van Lith. Great name. Uh, has the paint shaker seen loads of use? Well, yes, it has.
1: Um, for, for what purpose, Barry? Barry and his wife <laughs> <are laughs> love it.
2: I
0: use
1: it most nights. <laughs>
2: I was letting him have it out for shaking paint, but, I mean...
0: It is an absolute sensation. Yeah, it is. It is, is, one, of the, it is the, one of the best things I've ever bought for my hobby. <laughs>
2: um,
0: it's made so many of the scale 75 paints actually usable. Um, it's great. Re- I just honestly, everyone should invest in one. And how one, long? And also the red, red Grass games. Um, their Kickstarter they did for the... Um, paint mount you know the you put your model in they're all the rage yeah, yeah. In the handles model this is the one that has the rotating top where you rotate it around with your thumb and that has been absolutely brilliant especially for this theme i'm doing at the minute of the glow on the models the pink and i'm able to really control the way the paint hits the model um it's really good so i would say that as well but yes it's been brilliant thank you Niels. Uh, still eating Subway during recording, uh, question mark, favourite sandwich? Well, we haven't really done much recording, and it's late on a Sunday, so we, we haven't actually done takeaway today. It has been a, a break from the norm. Um, But favourite sandwich for me is a 12-inch Subway melt on hearty Italian, double meat, double cheese. The sauces would be chipotle and mayo. Uh, the salad is sweet corn, olives, and peppers.
2: I I order Subway about once a week as my Friday lunchtime because it's now on, uh, we've now got Uber Eats and Hawley, uh, and I have been ordering a foot long meatball marinara on Italian herbs and cheese with uh, cucumber pickles, jalapenos, and sweet corn. Uh, sauces being chipotle and creamy Caesar, and it is the sloppiest sandwich you could have, which makes it the best sandwich you can have. It's you're so sauce.
1: brave ordering that in travel. Meatballs is definitely it's like, like a—it's a service station sub. I mean, we've had this discussion okay,
3: before. Yeah, we have. It's not a good I'm, fearless.
1: I'm fearless. I have no fear. But I mean, that's spectacular. Italian BMT foot long. It's got to be. I go nine grain wheat. Keep the fibre up. Make it keeps you regular. <laughs> um, get. Uh, I go cucumber lets tomorrow, and it is the garlic aioli and southwest. Powerful.
2: The other thing is double cheese, and specifically say the shredded mozzarella.
1: Oh! It all depends on where I am and how I'm feeling. But then, if you were to say order a sub right now, what would you go for? Order a sub right now. What would you go for? They've currently got the the mighty meat is still on. Mm. And it is—it's it's a bit, bit is of a, all right. That's a BMT with with the marinara on it as well, the meatball marinara in it. Exactly, exactly. Mm. Can't can't mm. really go wrong with it. Mm. Um, chuck your southwest in, chuck your sweet corn in, your cucumbers, your tomato. You're pretty much good to go now. Well, bit of a bit, bit basic. Basically, whatever you get, as long as it's got meat sauce in it, and it's all it's all good. So you just chuck southwest, and everything's really good, isn't it?
2: Oh, Southwest is so good. Just Southwest just, is. Just makes up, I mean, whenever, I tell you whenever what, Element Games does a tournament, you know the Southwest is going first.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, I, I go to Sainsbury's and you see in Sainsbury's you see Nando's sauces on the shelves, you see Leon sauces on the shelves, you see
2: every sauce on the
1: shelf. Subway, where is the I mean, Subway, Southwest source? Subway, bottle, uh, Subway Southwest sauce? Get me a Subway bottle, Subway Southwest sauce bottle, and every week that'd be going in the basket. The British people deserve a sauce
0: every fucking oh, well. week. It would. I think I might have a subway tomorrow. Now you really talked me into
1: it. Yeah, and I bet it's got a southwest sauce on it.
0: Well, that isn't my traditional, but just for you, gentlemen, do you know what? I'll switch the chipotle for the southwest. You look, ha- no, but the but it's chipotle is
1: southwest. It's called chipotle southwest. No, it's
0: the same fucking thing. Then what are we yeah. talking about?
1: I have it on everything. Oh, sorry. I, I've only ever described it as southwest yeah. because you're not sure how to I've say only chipotle. Ever it as chipotle. What's that? Is it because you're just not sure how to say chipotle? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
2: Chipotle. chipotle. Yes. Chipotle, chip, chip on, You gave me more the easy ones. You can see, oh no, you can't. But <laughs> my uh, Uber Eats app is one, two, three, four, five six, know, like ten subway orders in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and then a there's a an KFC and then it goes back to Subway. <laughs> fair, bit,
1: fair bit of real pizza company recently, which has made Barry uh, jealous. Oh, They've got yeah. their own app. So jealous. So
0: jealous. Um great stuff. Right. And the last bit of Neil's question, yep. and last bit of the podcast is and because I need to ask, have you seen the Town Hall keynote from the GBCP? If yes, thoughts.
1: I haven't, and I'm really sorry, but I've got a bounce. We so discussed I will love and that. that. I will love and leave. See you guys later. Bye bye. bye, bye, bye. bye dude. Later. See you later. Yeah, we already discussed um,
2: that. Um Dad, did you want to we didn't really talk about it earlier? What is your official role? Uh, I don't know what I'm officially called, but I can go and find out. Uh, <laughs> but I, I did watch it, you
3: know.
0: Just, you know, as much as I moaned and went bonkers, I've calmed down a bit, and I am interested. And on a side note, we mentioned Dan Harwood. I'd love to say how proud I am of Dan for keeping up the bile and vitriol. I'm so glad <laughs> I'm so still being so angry because I wanted to be that guy. And for me, it's ebbed a little. I'm just this. I've moved into like the disappointment, whereas he is still full in.
1: He's still in the, the anger name. stage of grief.
2: Yeah, I like it. I am on the rules committee. Right. I don't. You should get, you should
1: get business cards made? Are you allowed to
0: tell us what um, elements you are talking about, or is that not allowed to talk?
1: About? I have no idea what I, can, Let's I can't. err on say, the so side I... of caution, no? where Dan doesn't say anything.
2: Okay. I am. I what myself, I am interested. I'm looking at mostly fish navs and masons, and I am pretty happy with how they are. Cool. Right, that's a podcast, that right, I reckon.
0: I can. Yep. Well, do you know what? It's been real fun, and I'm sorry we've left you hanging for so long, and I'm sorry this wasn't vintage us, but a we haven't done it for a while, and b it's much harder online when we're not all together. It's not the same. We yeah. miss. We miss that
1: chemistry. It's not the same. Um,
0: so as soon as we're allowed to be back together, we
1: will be. We'll do a we'll do the gangs all here, the band's back together type thing.
0: Yeah, and one thing I would say as a plea is, we are you know, we don't have Gilball to sort of back us up. So if you do like listening to us, please do recommend us to your gaming pals if they're like guys. If you need something rubbish to listen to while you're painting, try these guys out. Also, tell um, us
2: what you want to hear. Yeah,
0: yeah, if, yeah you'd like,
1: if you have ideas, means that we don't good, have to think of content.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Is this good um, for you? <laughs> Do you like no. this? Is this nice? Do you like this? Like Should not I go harder? Should like I go No, no,
2: stop, stop, stop. More time or less? Oh, God, <laughs> less for me, <be> always less. <laughs>
0: And on that note,
1: Matthew? (laughs) Please do. A roll better. I'm feeling bad already. Aroused, you mean?